Hey guys, welcome. Uh, we are here with our podcast, Wrestling and Fetish. Today's date is May 26, 2016. Uh, this is our first attempt to use professional equipment, and I uh, uh, hope it works out. I, I really do. But uh, more importantly, uh, we have someone here who has been a great friend of mine for a long time. And uh, same thing with uh, Jacqueline Velvets, who is also here. Hey everyone! And uh, it is the lovely and talented Sin Sage. And uh, say hello, Sin or something. I don't know. <laughs> hello, Sin or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was hot. Oh my god! <laughs> so we are here. Uh, it is a nice evening. We're uh, I think sipping some wine and drinks and about to do this whole podcast because a lot of you guys uh, have requested Sin to come back. And um, uh, oh, what is that? Like the little thing. Yeah, it's coming off. Yes. Baby. <laughs> so from my perspective, uh, Sin is uh, a, a model that's worked for me for, God, for how long now? Like, Let's say that it was around 2008. Okay. So like eight years. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> We're dating, like d d aging ourselves, or what are you dating ourselves? Yeah. Um, well, time flies uh, when you see each other only once or twice a year, too. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But we haven't aged a bit, I don't think. I think we look fantastic. Oh, um, we look better. But uh, but yeah, we um, uh, she's been working for me off and on uh, for that amount. I think you started working with Jacqueline uh, about how long ago you think it was? Like maybe um, probably like 2011, I think. 11. When did you guys? When did you move here? In 2010. Mm -hmm. And then okay. we were together. Move this up just a little bit. Sorry, guys. You're gonna hear some microphone stuff, but I'm trying to get. Jacqueline nice and mic'd. Okay. We were together, I think, for about a year, and then I met you in L.A. In L.A.? Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Um, so that was like, I want to say it was 2011. Yeah, because I would have come here shortly after that and worked with you for the first time. Exactly. All right. And so... Was that, was that at this house, or...? Oh, no, yeah. that was a... No, oh, no, know. yeah, it was here. You're right. Okay. Sorry. It would have been when you made the awesome... Chicken pop. <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> we, um, uh, for people who are only fans of the work that I do, then they know you as Sin Sage, the wrestler, um, and, and for Jacqueline, too, you know, the model, sleepy model. And, uh, but you've done, I mean, you've been in the business doing just tons of stuff uh, for a while, and uh, most people in the mainstream know you for your adult work, for the, like, the, the girl girl stuff, and you've uh, won multiple awards and uh you know it's it's i always kind of boast a bit when i'm talking to people who are just mm -hmm. like yeah you know i get to work with sensation and she's won this and won that and here's a picture of her blah 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 but i was gonna do what i usually do which is to have our guests tell you know kind of a a, a quick summary of how you even ended up sitting here like what what led you here to you know to be in this business oh um, my gosh I mean, it doesn't have to be, doesn't have to be <laughs> completely detailed, but I'm sure they'd love to hear like the origins of it. long story. <laughs> Full of long yeah. sighs. Where's the psychology behind my desires to <laughs> do this for a living? Um, well, I don't know. I've just... I've, bleh, how far back should I go? Well, like, um, <laughs> I think you mentioned you were like 18 when you started. Like You did your first ever uh, like, pictorial, maybe? Yes. But, I mean, I knew I wanted to do adult work um, long before I was 18 I'll put it that way and I was always into theater and um, like dancing and singing but just performing like performing on stage performing for an audience and I always loved that 
And so, um, and then I was just like really had this sort of sexual mind and um, energy and and uh, so I wanted to yeah work in adult I wanted to work in porn I wanted to strip and I wanted to do all those things and um, you had to express yourself yes <laughs> express myself in, in a way that was more realistic than you know trying to be like a Hollywood movie star or something like that oh like, yeah no way that sucks <laughs> pretty unrealistic and obviously like as I've grown older and thought about it more often uh, mm -hmm. I realized that uh, that wouldn't be what I would want at all Ooh, ugh, what a horrible life <laughs> but this is perfect it's like perfect amount of fame like not too much just a little bit mm -hmm. and, and it's very comfortable and um, and then yeah I get to do something that's really really fun um, for a living that I'm passionate about that I love and and so so yeah so when I when I first started like when I first turned 18 I, I uh, you know looked up a couple of uh, photo shoots mm -hmm. in um, uh, newspapers like newspaper ads like this is before Craigslist <laughs> I, yeah. I don't even think I had the internet at that time and just called phone numbers and set up like a photo shoot and did that in the dark ages of modeling? Yes, yes <laughs> the dark ages, man. I mean, I, there was no GPS on my phone or anything, so I had to like write down directions. I was like, "Tell me how to get there," and I'd write it down. Mm -hmm. uh, and if I fucked up somewhere along the way, I'd be like, "I have no idea where I am right now." Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just scary times. Um, it really was. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think there was like GPS or even shit like that. Where oh no, there, one time I did get lost on my way to a shoot in LA, and I'm so unfamiliar with all of it, and. uh I was lucky enough that some truck driver like had a Thomas guide and was like, all right, let's find out where you're trying to go and like help me out. Yep. And otherwise I would have just missed the whole thing God. and been lost. The good old days of having to ask people. Yeah. yeah. But, um, but yeah, so, so. Or I could see you like getting the map and like putting it on the hood of your car and like bent over <laughs> and just like, oh, where am I? And then somebody, somebody drives by and is like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and then he helps you get to where you want to go and they roll credits <laughs> uh, but no so depends on where I want yeah to I know right you were stuck in Utah yes. <clears throat> but, um, um, but yeah so that, that was how I like did my first photo shoot ever but um, it was a short time after that uh, it was just um, so it was for this company that's called ATK it stands for a, um, amateur team kingdom but they do all kinds of stuff not just teen stuff but mm. um and it would just be like photo sets. And so, you know, I think it was so much money for me at the time. I think it was like two or three days, separate days of shooting. Mm -hmm. So like I went home, came back like a week later or something like that. But like for all three days of shooting, I got $500. And I was just like, wow, $500. This is more money than I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. It's like and when your I'm uncle 18. gives you like, yeah, your uncle gives you a $20 bill when you're and like, eight. Like, wow. wow, I can buy the world. <laughs> exactly. And, um. Back in those days, five hundred dollars was a lot of money. <laughs> and um, but yeah, and it was no video; it was just pictures. And and uh, and, w and that's the thing is, like, as soon as I started doing it, even though I was a little shy and I was a little like kind of I don't know, but I was just like really comfortable. 
Yeah, part of you like, was just already kind of sexually comfortable. Yeah, totally. Being naked in front of people was just never it was just never a problem. It wasn't something I was like nervous about or like had to work myself up to. It was just like I get to take my shirt off. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I make money. Pay me. Yeah, oh and my god. Pay me. Exactly. And th- that feeling to this day, I still feel that way. Like especially when you do a day of shooting and like you're getting paid for it, um, and you know it was it's great, crazy. and then you finish it and you're just like. Fuck, I feel good. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, I'm a high. And on top of that, you get, like, a check. Yeah, and then, again, then they get paid for this. I'm like, God, fuck, my life is so great. <laughs> <laughs> and if only it was like this every, like, every other day, I'd be so happy. Dude, yeah, that's that's how yeah. we feel, really. I mean, we, I, like, I think I was talking to my, my friend Mary, who was typing away uh, behind us earlier. We were <laughs> talking about how, you know, I can't really complain about certain things to people, because it's just like, you know, what do you... You say it's like, oh, yeah. shooting this girl's ticket flying out, and boo-hoo. Yeah. Meanwhile, this, you know, my friend's got a boss who's an asshole to him. You know, it's like you can't. Yeah. But well, and it's good. It's because, a really, we're in a really good position. Yeah, but I keep that in mind. You know, I mean, I, I, I try not to complain. And then something that, like, in the biz, in the industry, a lot of industry girls, I think, get really used to, to the way it is, and then they feel like any, any bullshit that they do have to deal with, that's just like such a big deal. You know, and I'm like you need to stop complaining. Like, seriously, you need to stop complaining. Like, unless it's, you know, asshole producers, like, yeah, yeah. you know, doing something really rude or gross. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, you know, most of the stuff they bitch about is not a big deal. Or like, oh my God, I'm, I'm working so much, you know? And I'm like, really, you're complaining? <laughs> about like, having I, work? Fuck, man. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. you should, I should be so lucky yeah. to, to be working, you know, like, like three to five days a week doing like eight hundred to fifteen hundred dollar shoots, you know? Like, are you kidding me? I, uh, well, yeah. Like, don't complain about that shit. Nine times out of ten, too, a lot of these girls they haven't had like a, like a real like you know yeah. job outside mm-hmm. of what they're doing in the modeling industry, and so they they don't have like that work ethic and and know yeah. like okay, you could be working like a ten to twelve hour day and make shit make and a you're busting your ass of what you're making, yeah. Yeah. True. And I, I catch myself sometimes like when, when Jack and uh, Jacqueline and I have like a long set of weeks where we just shoot, shoot, shoot and then we'll both kind of be exasperated and be like, Oh my god, like we just wanna take a break. But then there's been times and she'll tell you where I'll just go like, you know, no matter how much we're stressed out about whatever, like we still get to do this. This is yeah. our job. This is what we do. So yeah. like and it's fun. Yeah. No I mean, matter how much work it is, like even the worst shoots, line, it's still fun. Even the worst <laughs> shoots are better than like a lot of situations I've been in work wise. Yeah. You know, totally. Like most of them. Um, so you so you got into you started with pictorials. Uh, when did right. you move on to video work? So well, what had happened is that like I mean I think I had only ended up doing maybe like one or two shoots when I was eighteen, and then uh, and then. I got a regular job. I was working at the Olive Garden, you know, living in Desert Hot Springs, which is like a Palm Springs community, which mm. is like oh man, fucking ghetto. Wow. Like, that just sounds <laughs> horrifying. It was bad. It was really bad. But I was working <laughs> at the Olive Garden, and I enjoyed that job. It was nice. But um, but I just I always wanted to strip, and I knew it. And I was just like, man, I want to move out of here eventually. And I knew, like, we had enough money to live, but I did not have enough money to move forward you know yeah and i'm like I, I always wanted to do this why am i not doing this like it's time for me to do this and so i started uh, working at a strip club and uh, a couple weeks maybe uh, into working there um one of these strippers was talking about her boyfriend making her a website and 
her starting to do porn and I was like, oh my gosh, I always want to do porn and I want a website and um, it kind of like snowballed into this thing. Like the guy turned out to be just like <laughs> the most horrible piece of shit human being I think I've ever encountered in my oh, life. Oh man. But it did lead me to going to AVN, the AVN convention in 2003 and I, you know, dressed up in a cute little outfit mm-hmm. and I walked around and I had like cards and I'm passing them out to people and so it was when we came back from Vegas, um, you know, a week or two later, I started getting a couple of phone calls here and there for like for fetish work, and so that, that's how I started working for Joe for, for uh, Anton. Anton was one of the Anton first people to call. Yeah. yeah. For the fans who uh, aren't aware, Anton was I think one of the first real kind of sleepy companies that were doing exclusive like sleepy material. Yeah, well, he does right? bondage. He does oh, um, no, right. superheroin, okay. um, foot stuff. Uh, mind control, hypno, uh, and and sleepy like yeah. chloroform or whatever. Did you ever all, do all bondage things. stuff that was by itself with no sleepy elements, or was there yeah. always okay? I always, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I always saw just the stuff that he had that was sleepy. You know, even when we mm. talked, I talked to him. I met, got to meet him at your wedding, mm-hmm. and we talked about it. And I was just like, I'm a big fan of you know sleepy stuff he used to do and yeah. sim was in. But yeah, I had no idea he also did bondage stuff. Like oh yeah, all all the stuff always. Okay, that and corrected. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So but, you met um, Anton. So that's cool. That was your first. Shoot. Yeah, that was my uh, first video shoot. And so awesome. for me, like having sort of a little background in acting and theater, <laughs> um, it was it was really easy for me when he's like, all right, this is what we're going to do. You know, maybe, maybe it was hypno or maybe it was chloro or whatever. It's just like he gave me instructions and I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, I can do that, you know? And I just fucking busted out with it because... Um, what, well, what did I you, like doing it I like yeah. acting <laughs> was there something particular about the sleepy stuff that, that made you go like oh this is great like uh, as opposed to any other kind of theme because I know one of the first before I even hired you people already knew you as like one of the better actresses mm-hmm. at Anton and he hired a lot of yeah. great girls but like you know they were like you've got to eventually get Sin Sage because she can do the, <laughs> the sleepy acting the eye rolling the damsel and the stress stuff really yeah. well but yeah. was there something that, that clicked with you or was that just like another one of the different you were just trying out at the time uh well for me it was just like as long as it wasn't and really to this day i'll do anything that i can physically do and that's just falls within my limits of what i'm willing to do so you know it wasn't like he's he's like well here's this thing you know i'm pretending to work with chloroform and you're gonna be knocked out and be limp and stuff and i would you know i'm not the type of person who'd be like ah that's weird i don't know and i'm just like i was just like okay yeah that sounds great Challenge accepted. <laughs> Sounds like a Saturday night in Vegas. <laughs> yeah, and um, and then just after he gave me like a little bit of coaching, probably the first second times of doing it, you know, I just kind of uh, I just did like what he asked me to do, like gave him what he was looking to get, and and then he was, like, um, nailed it. Yeah, and it was just so it was just natural for me because that's just how I I perform. Just like a born performer, you know, I just Mm -hmm. like to, I like to act, I like to perform. Well, I can can attest to that. Yeah, and so (laughs) for me it wasn't like, oh, this is my fetish too, you Mm -hmm. know? It's just like, I'm going to give you what you want, I'm going to try to make it really good, and there you go. Like, when I was younger, um, I was way more a, like, sub, and I, I really wanted, like, that sort of, the physical stuff, like, really into spanking, really into, um, like, flogging and whipping and... For a long time, a lot of your material was uh, spanking material. Well, there was a, a yeah, there was a brief period of time when I had a spanking website for maybe like three years, three or four years. Um, yeah, and I was way more into it back then, even too. Uh, and then just <laughs> the time you get older, 
uh, I sort of switched because I only ever really worked with females so mm -hmm. I sort of switched from being a sub all the time to being like a dom all the time and um, when that started happening I didn't really care to be like topped as much with women, um, with women yeah and then and then even since then like I've done a, a handful like maybe a shoot couple shoots where maybe it's um, like no sexual contact but like a male is dominating me in one form or another and I just uh, if it's pain I, I can't really do it like I used to like, yeah it's just like bondage like tight bondage I can't really do like I used to um, now it's more like an emotional domination or like a, or like I mean it's physical as well but but like, you know more yeah like, it's just like I used to I used to feel like I was more kinky in that in that aspect, I was more into like S and M, and I wanted yeah. to be, yeah, I wanted to be like uh, the physical pain, like I liked it, and I was able to sort of put it in a, um, in into my body, like accept it into my body in a different way. Whereas now it's just sort of like an instant um, reaction, like aversion, just like ow, that fucking hurts, <laughs> you know? Like, I don't know, I can't take it. That would be. I just accept it in the same way. I just, I, I just imagine like some great like you're at a at a BDSM club or a private party and mm -hmm. there's like a stage and it's filling up with smoke and they're playing some dark wave or some <laughs> shit and out comes this guy like dressed in leather and you come out and you're all like in a sexy thing and then you like he bends you over a thing and like the music's pumping up and then wham you're like fuck <laughs> no <laughs> and you just like limp off and yeah. say like no yeah. fuck I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> but it just depends. I mean, obviously, Standing obviously it depends on so many different factors and the environment and the person and all this stuff. But yeah, and you have to build up to that too. Like even yeah. the the BDSM stuff, the bondage stuff, the flogging, whipping, like spanking. Like you have to be with somebody that like you know you have all these elements that are perfect for sure. Yeah. Um, but and then, then like, start out here yep, and bring you up, to get there. you there. Yeah. And a lot of yeah, times it can't it, just be all of a sudden. No, and yeah. a lot of times if you're working, like doing a shoot, it's maybe such a small clip or such a short amount of time yeah. that so you kind of got to get right that fast. So you're going straight to 11. Yeah. And it's like, no, like, no, thank you. But um, how did we get here? We were talking about no, no, yeah. Anton. Oh, we, this is, this is <laughs> the fucking, this is the tangent part. Yes, yes. So we're moving on to you doing That's your first thing for Anton. Yeah, so I did and that, and then on. like um, there used to be this company called Gwen Media, which was all uh, also fetish, but it was like sex and fetish, mm -hmm. or so it was a lot of latex stuff. Um, mm -hmm. And anyways, they called me to do like my first like girl girl sex scene, and that was an interesting story too, <laughs> um, just because I was living in Palm Springs at the time, and it was in Moore Park, which is an area of LA that's extremely far out in the valley. And I was super unfamiliar with all of LA. Like now I know where all these places are, but at the time I didn't know shit. And mm -hmm. so I'm like, yeah, I can do this. And so I woke up like butt ass fucking early in the morning. <laughs> took me like two and a half hour drive out there. Uh, finally got to this big mansion, you know. And so I had to be there at 10 and I busted my ass to get there at 10. Can I interject a quick question here? Yeah. This is something I'm personally interested in. Mm -hmm. So 
a lot of the girls that have worked that do porn, um, whether it be girl, girl, boy, girl, whatever, they always mention, like, I pulled up to this mansion. Like, yeah. are these places that get rented out? Or just, yeah. okay. Totally. I, I always wondered. No, there, you know, yeah. just some guy was like, I have a mansion. I should start shooting porn. You know? Like, no. <laughs> no, they're locations. <laughs> I should buy a boat. There are several, uh, several, we call them shoot houses. Okay. And so uh, there's probably three houses in the valley that I've shot at. Like dozens and dozens of times. You just keep Same going back. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. Us. But uh, anyway, yeah. So this this particular house is an area that nor like now having worked in the industry for so long, normally nobody shoots out there. Um, but anyways, so so I get there at 10 a.m. like on time. I'm gonna do this thing. Fucking, we don't shoot my scene until probably five in the evening, and I'm sitting there all fucking day. And then we shoot, and actually it was like two min, two kind of shorter scenes, which, you know, and then I, I got underpaid. But at the time, maybe that was the right. I don't fucking know. But either way, <laughs> either way. Um, so I, so I leave the shoot, and it's like ten o'clock at night, eleven, and I had woken up at like six or seven to get out there. No. And then I get lost coming down the the. Just in the middle of this big, like, fancy community, and I have like made a wrong turn somewhere. I have no idea where the freeway oh, is, shit. no idea where anything is. I'm totally lost. I pull up to this, um, you know, like a gated community with like a intercom in the front, mm-hmm. and I just like kind of put like call, like dial a random number on the intercom, <laughs> and the person answers like hello, and I'm like, I'm, can you please help me? I'm like, I'm totally lost. I have no idea where I am. I'm stuck out here. I'm trying to get to the 118, I think. Like, and, and he's like tells me which way to go and. I'm I'm still feeling like worried that I'm gonna get lost. So I'm just like, is it this way or that? Which way? And he just eventually just like hangs up on me. Oh man! <laughs> so I find I find the freeway and I I'm driving all the way back and there, I'm falling asleep at the wheel. I had to pull over, go to a gas station, and just sit there and and crash asleep for like 30 minutes. Wake up, get back on the freeway. Good lord! It was horrible. How long totally not worth it. Jesus. Well, you know what? Sometimes, I mean, you know, that's what it, it's weird because those are the building blocks that lead you to where you are. But yeah, when yeah. you look back on it, you're like, I mean, if, if I just done it once, I've been like, oh, totally not worth it. Like, there's some shoots that I've done, mm-hmm. like, did way back in the day where I was like, that took four hours. I got 10 minutes of footage. Like, that yeah, was yeah, I mean, it happens, you know? <laughs> But yeah, but, but that how was, was how was it? How was your first scene? Um, like, nothing I worked with a girl who was, who, like, <laughs> she understood that it was, you know, my first time. And so she was. She was pretty cool. Um, she didn't, you know, she made me feel like welcome. And I, I was, I guess it would be like the, just the, I would ins- hope so. <laughs> yeah, just like the insecurity of sort of like being new, being brand new at this. So like, I wasn't like an insecure person. I was just like, oh gosh, I hope I do well know what I'm doing. Um, <laughs> had you had any, uh, at this point, um, cause we're, I mean, we delved right into the girl, girl thing, but was that something that you yourself were interested in or was this one of those like, okay, I'll, I'll give this a shot. I'll, I'll try it out. Oh, um, yeah. So, mm-hmm. well, as far as that goes, yeah, I, yeah. I have known that I liked girls since I was probably 12 ish. There you like go. Like around 12. I mean, not like the age of puberty, you sort of realize what's going on with all that. And, um, but that didn't mean to imply that you didn't know, cause obviously you're, you know, it's, Something you're born with, yeah, but, yeah, I'm, I'm getting but, uh, I'm but getting yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Again, I just, I just saw like a stream of angry emails, like how dare no. you, how dare you imply that she learned this later in life? No, no, I didn't think that you were implying that. <laughs> okay. Um, but uh, anyway, so that, that's when I figured that out, and so then um, 
when I when I kept saying like when I was younger and I was like I'm gonna do porn I'm gonna be porn star da, 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 I didn't even think about like girl girl boy girl that wasn't even like a concept in my mind at all I was just like porn like yeah, that's what I'm porn. doing and that is I, it's not like I watched a lot of porn like I really didn't at all <laughs> ever um, and then and then uh, when I started doing it well I had my I was with my ex so I mean I was already dating a man at the time mm-hmm. and I was like well I'm not gonna have sex with other men and he wouldn't have been okay with that and I was like well of course I'm not going to do that so it was just kind of natural that um, I just work with women Yeah. and then I was with him for nine years so mm. I just always worked with women <laughs> oh well that yeah that, um, that explains a lot that, that explains a lot um, you, yeah so but so the scene was good and you just went to continue from there was it good I, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> it was an experience yeah yes. I mean I had fun and I, I do feel that um, I I was just like I said, just natural sexual performer. Like it just, I think there were certain things that was just like instinct to know that I'm trying to make something good and trying to have fun, and mm-hmm. and there needs to be certain elements to a porn scene. Like and I don't know, I feel like I just kind of knew that. Whereas like I've worked with some girls where they're brand new and they don't know that. <laughs> so you have to kind of. Go I'm ahead. like, you could have an orgasm at any time now. <laughs> <laughs> Part of this, whether you're actually having one or not, like, you do need to have one. Yeah, girls can fake it. <laughs> it's okay. Not with sin, they don't. <laughs> I mean, I'd always prefer they don't, but I'm not, I'd rather not sit there and do an hour-long scene either. Well, I have a confession. I have a confession to make. I have actually never seen. One of your girl girl scenes, I just, it just, I don't think it ever crossed my mind to do it at the time to watch it because I, I'd gone through that part of my life where I was like, oh, porn, let's see what this is like, and then of course it, it evaporated and turned into more like fetishistic and production stuff. Yeah. But yeah. every time I hear someone talking about one of your scenes, it's always like someone giving like, like getting out of the, you know, they just watched The Godfather, you know, it's just like, <laughs> oh my God, there was so much struggle and fucking emotion and you didn't know what was going to happen at the end and like back and forth and like at one point one person was losing and the other person was winning. And it's like they're reviewing like the Avengers or some shit, you know? Sometimes it's like that. Well, I mean, yeah. And there's the one that you won the AVN award I think the first yeah. time around that everyone kept on mentioning to me. Yeah. It's like, have you seen her? Do I'm like, I haven't, but I'm sure it's fucking fantastic because I've worked with you. That was a really in, uh, outstanding, incredible scene. Mm-hmm. And I, I think one day we might just have to, just, I don't know, sit around and watch yeah. it with you. We'll just put you we'll on blast. tomorrow night. <laughs> yeah. <Hello. laughs> um, so what was it about that scene that made it stand out for the idea. rest? Like, was it the girl and like chemistry you had with her? Yeah, it was. It was. A, it was a lot of things. I, I think that it's weird. Chemistry is such a weird thing, but. There are times when I'll work with someone for the first time and like we just have it and yep. it's amazing. Oh yeah. There are other times when like I get I get to work with a good performer like again and again and again and it builds each time. Mm-hmm. So this particular performer, I think I'd done three scenes with her already, and then um, well, anyways, her name's Danny Daniels and mm-hmm. she was had also only done Girl Girl, and um, she decided to start doing Boy Girl, and so. Um, Elegant Angel is going to give her like her own showcase movie for to do that in. Yeah. And so she had a, you know, like a boy girl scene, a boy girl girl, a boy boy girl, and then a girl girl scene. Yeah. And so she chose me to be her girl girl, girl scene for that movie. 
And um, it was a strategic choice on her part, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, and so I just remember that day, and it was like everything was really comfortable, and you get your makeup done, and then, and then when we drive over to the, the hotel, and it's just just um, Mason, who was the director, and it was just her with the camera. Just her with the oh, camera. Wow. We're in the room. It's like natural lighting. It's like uh, white. It's beautiful. She has a cool little idea for the starter. And we had had like a couple drinks, so we were like loosey-goosey. Mm-hmm. Um, Sounds like my kind of shoot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was super comfortable, so we were just yeah. like relaxed and like ready to have fun. And, and we both really like girls. And so, <clears throat> kind of when it was time to just like start the scene, it was just like this unleashing, and um, yeah, it was, it was a mix of our chemistry. It was it was also because like I said, I had worked with her three, three times before, and I feel right. like she's always like a, a solid performer, really good performer. But something had definitely like a switch had gone off in her, and I almost wonder if it was if it, maybe it was different that she had done a few scenes with guys at this point hmm. uh, for the movie. And, um, but I don't know. I don't want to say it, say that, mm-hmm. uh, but I think it was maybe just that day something was different and <laughs> she was like an animal and we were just both like, rah. And that's what, yeah. <laughs> that's and, what, that's what I kept hearing. And it was sweaty and it was very much like, you know, she wasn't just going to let me yeah. dom like I normally do or, or just top, you know. Not dominant fetishy sense, but just mm. be like the dominant one. Mm-hmm. Like, and a lot of times when I do scenes, you know, I am, and girls just kind of like go with it. And um, path of least resistance. Yeah, and then this time she was like, uh uh-uh. uh, but it was great <laughs> because then the, there there was that like dynamic power exchange going on through the whole thing, and and um, yeah, sweat and. Uh, no, that's awesome. Well, that sounds great. Eye contact like crazy and. It was just really, really good. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I and I, I can remember, like, when we finished the scene, and me <clears> just <throat> saying, because the way that I had always kind of been overlooked for many, many years in doing this, and I just, I was like, if I was ever going to win an Avian Award, this would be the scene. Yeah, right. And I literally said those words when we finished, but I was still just like, but they'll never give one to me, you know, mm-hmm. like, that's not going to happen. Um, and then we got nominated, and I was like, yeah, but still, it's not <laughs> <laughs> and like a couple, But it's an excuse to go to the awards and have some fun, you know, have some fun or whatever, and then suddenly... Mm, I always go to the awards and fun. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I've never been. I mean, I have no reason to go, but I actually, you know what, I, I, our, our mutual friend out in California, my, my friend Scott... Uh, he, he kind of did the whole thing where he was like, you know, I really, like, I go, but I feel like it's kind of like, um, I think the way that I put it to him was that the AVN awards are to, you know, the adult world, what, like, Comic-Con is. It's huge, and then it ends at five, and then you got to hopefully get into private parties if you can, and then it's, you know... And yeah, it's very, like, impersonal. Like it's very impersonal. Mm-hmm. Right now you go to FetishCon, and it's, like, a family ordeal, kind of. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I, I will officially yeah. plug FetishCon, because that's yeah. my... that's that's my. I always tell Jacqueline it's my second Thanksgiving, you yeah. know, or maybe even my first. First Thanksgiving. My first Thanksgiving. Because <laughs> it's, like, that's my other family. But it, it is. Yeah. I mean, even these people you don't know, but it's still just, like, this this comfortable free to be yourself place you know and um 
the AVN convention is not like that. <laughs> it's very impersonal, yeah. Yeah, but um. But you went. You got yeah, the so award. I went, and and then I, and everybody like all these girls were like, I don't know, you might win it. I think you could win it. That scene was really good. You guys could win it. And also because of Danny, you know, it's like her first big thing, and it was a sensation, and so sensation. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, I wasn't even in the room. They announced, and I my phone went off, and it said Sensation wins, and I was like, what? And I ran in there and Danny's on stage and I was like what I'm like running down the aisle like a fucking idiot and then I but it was it was cool because like some of the performers that I'm friends with that were you know in the audience and they came to me afterwards and they're just like congratulations and they were like you were so genuine up there like you were so excited and we could see it and it was so awesome oh man not I'm actually more excited to see not more excited but like no wait you can see the moment because it, yeah, it was on Showtime oh um, sweet yeah and there's it's like on YouTube just like the moment sweet. Uh, where we're on stage and and um you know she grabbed me and kissed me and like oh. normally uh, people don't do that and Unless yeah. you're like Adrian Brody and Halle Berry or whatever, that <laughs> shit in the Oscars. But no, that's yeah, so that's it, awesome. And it was it was like one of the highlights of my life, I would say. That is that is so cool. Like, really, and, really and when I heard about it, I think I don't know if I heard about that night. I remember, I called you and I was mm -hmm. just like, I heard that you won the, the award, and, and you were like, yeah. And I was just like, I was like, I felt so proud, even <laughs> though I hadn't really delved into that world for like years since I was eighteen years old. But I was mm -hmm. like, I knew what a big deal it was. And especially, yeah, well, it's like yeah. you, you work in this business, you give your heart, your soul, your life to it, you know, for so long. It's in, <laughs> it's nice to feel that recognition, you know, especially because I felt like I was not getting any for the whole time. I, I was like, oh, I'll always just be this underdog. Oh, I'm and still, that's okay. yeah, no, I'm Like, still, the fans give me all kinds, but to get it from your, from peers. your industry. From yeah, peers, from your yeah. peers, like. It made, a, it made a big difference. Oh, I'm still waiting for, like, the Hispanic Female Wrestling Producer Awards, because I know yeah. I fucking dominate that <laughs> shit. It's like one other guy out yes. there, but he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you had done... So at this point, you were now getting your name out because of the of the girl-girl stuff. Uh, now you're moving into a different phase, it looks like. Uh, because yeah. now you're, you're, you're becoming a producer. And yeah. I wanted to tell, you know, I wanted have the listeners know more about that because some of them might yeah. not know that you're doing your own stuff yes yes, yes. it sounds so yeah. good on the mic like, yes. 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 <laughs> um yeah i'm uh, finally <laughs> so i started making custom videos like i had like a little handy cam and um an editing program i had no fucking clue how to do anything on that's the best way to start and uh yeah i mean you gotta start somewhere and <laughs> <laughs> it's the best way to start, man. Yeah. That's what I did. It's like, what and, the fuck is it? Which way does this? Which way do you point this thing? Yeah. <clears throat> and I had gotten, I think, like some people had asked me for customs, and I was like, I think I can do that. <laughs> I'm gonna try. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and um. And then I had a uh, industry friend was like, Yeah, just bring me a six pack of Newcastles, and I'll show you how to do it. I'll show you how to edit a video. You know. That is awesome. And so I didn't learn anything really uh, beyond just, you know, fading in, fading out, like cross-fade, yeah. render. Open, how, to open, <laughs> how to open a new castle. Yes, how to open a new castle. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but I did, and I made simple, simple videos. Um, uh, and that, that was how long ago? Just for a time frame? I'd say like three years ago. Oh, wow. 
Um, but it was like coming in very slowly, very slowly. And still to this day, like as far as customs, it's uh, sometimes it'll be like I'll have a few, and mm -hmm. then other times it's like I have none. And I'm like, come on, guys, I like to make you a video. Um, <laughs> have you, have you, um, uh, well, before we move forward with that questioning, so, so just, I mean, because I would love for you to plug your stuff, uh, it, where is it located? Do you have, like, a clip store? Or? Yes. So, so, anyways, I figured all that stuff out, mm -hmm. <laughs> and, um, and now my husband and I work together, and we uh, produce videos, produce stuff of, of ourselves and customs, and we'll put all that stuff up on the clip stores. And um, so, the clip store, my number one would be many vids. And that's like a little bit more porny oriented, mm -hmm. um, but all my stuff will go up there, fetish porn, whatever it is. At some point, it'll all be up there. But uh, I post all the porn type stuff first. To, to many vids. And then yeah, so it's sinsage.manyvids.com. Okay. Sinsage.manyvids.com. Uh huh. And then a, a clips for sale store. Um, it's a little bit more fetishy, but it still has mm -hmm. all the other stuff on it too. Is there is there a quick search term they can find you in, or do you know the the, the store? The name number? of my store is um, Since Age Dreams. Mm -hmm. The store number. You don't have to know. I I, I fucking I, I, I hate I, that. I'd be so impressed if you knew your store. <laughs> Why number. can't it just be ClipsForSale.com/slash/SenseAge? Oh, Why? I don't know. Why? I don't know. Uh, can you look it up? Find out the exact <laughs> store number. Oh, he's on it. Yes. Um, so uh, this is a great. So this is this is great because this lets us transition into the entire. You know, because we our, our podcast is called Wrestling with Fetish, and so we do want to get your your POV on that. Um, yeah. Best way to do that, I think, is once I notice that once models start advertising for clips and like, look, I I will produce your customs myself. They'll get a flood of different requests, and some of them will be very close to what you know you're used to doing. So if someone's like, oh, well, oh like, yeah. yeah, I want you to do a girl-girl scene with so-and-so. Tons or, of that, or solo sex. when did you start getting the first, more like fetishy requests? Oh, the first custom I did was fetish. Okay, <laughs> good. So this is a good way to kind of yeah. lead into Because, that. I mean, even though I, I uh, have obviously mainly done, like, porn in mm. my career, like straight porn, um, I've done tons of fetish stuff too, so I've I've always I've always considered myself a fetish model. Yeah. And I, you know, I think it's just kind of like which angle you first found me at, you know, that will say like how you think of me. Um, but I do it all. <laughs> yeah. No, and that's 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 very true. Like I said, like well, obviously what we, what Jacqueline and I do is considered a fetish as well because you mm -hmm. know we we do yeah, um, it's not, it's not sexual, but there, it's a fetish. It's still a fetish. So I was going to ask you to tell me if if there's anything interesting to tell, like what you know the first couple of fetish based customs you got where you were like, oh, this is interesting. Huh? Okay, I haven't done this. Um, the first one I got was like a, I guess the fetish is hand over mouth. Oh yeah. H O M. H O M. So, uh. You're down with H O M? Yeah. He's useless. <laughs> oh my god. You shouldn't even have to log in. It's like Googling yourself. Just go to clipsforsale.com and, and then, type in sensation. Oh, yeah, but you're, you're on your computer and not mine, so I don't know. Cookies. All right, Mary, you're on it. Cookies. Oh my god, we have a whole team. This is awesome in the background. Uh, so. <laughs> Actually, what you can do is go to my Twitter profile, and the address is right there on the Twitter profile. 
So there you go. So you did HOM. So it was just <laughs> basically it. was it just a male female HOM? No, uh, it was me and another female model, okay. and um, it was kind of just like a dominating thing. Like we're friends. And I'm like, hey, I got an idea. Let's play a game. And mm-hmm. I'm gonna tie you to the chair, and here's the game. And cover your mouth so <laughs> you can't breathe Are for you a while. Are you looking for the number that's after the word studio? Uh, no, it'll be c4s.com/slash and then a number. Okay. Oh um, yeah, she's on it. This is. This is this is fine podcasting. Yes, this is this is, this is news happening as it happened. Um, um, but uh, but so, yeah, so and it was just like that, and then she just like struggles, and then he wanted me to do this thing where I like spit on a cookie, and then I put it in her mouth and cover her mouth. Oh <laughs> <laughs> it was all going so See, well. this is the part of the podcast where I start. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, but yeah, I guess like not letting her pass out. But just like but just she's struggling her, and yeah. just keeping her there. And that was it. That was it really. Spitting on a cookie. Yeah. Wow. Oh, shit. Your number is 968233. 968233. Nine, so it's. C4S.com 968233. Yeah. Fucking check out because she's an extraordinary mm-hmm. performer. But I'll say more of that at the end when I'm like blowing smoke up her ass. Anyway, so um, <laughs> no, <finish>. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, uh, so that was okay. So that was your first uh, fetish request. Um, yeah. Now getting to the, the the part of it where like we're like, ask you're, you're. I mean, you're now. You spent three years. You're you're now a fetish producer. So, I mean, pretty much. Yeah. Producer? Yeah, producer. Adult content producer. Yes. But you do, <laughs> some people will close themselves off and like, I'll only do porn or I'll only do fetish, I won't do both or whatever. Um, yeah, that's, but, that's no, not yeah, me. Exactly. That's not me. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, but um, a lot of the fans, one of the questions they always send me for every single uh, interviewee is like, you know, uh, when it comes to offbeat requests, you know, mm-hmm. stuff where you're like, oh, shit, like this is brand new to me, like I've never even thought of doing this. Or even better, I didn't know this existed. Mm, Does okay. anything come in where you were like, oh shit, this is this is crazy? I don't think so. But I don't really think anything's crazy. That's what I'm <laughs> Especially like, I guess the only stuff I think is crazy is like you go to Clips for Sale, you click on categories and you scroll down and some of those things I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like which ones? Um, there's one that always sticks out. Pad pad bulge, pad so, bulge. Yeah, so I think it's like probably a girl wearing a big oh, little pad, pad, maxi pad, and then like maybe leggings or something, and, and so, so you, you can see, see her pad bulge. Oh, that's a thing. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, calf muscle fetish. Uh, Just the calf muscle. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess the that... sprained ankle thing. I think is a little interesting. Um, I did a custom for another producer that was like uh, gold, like my whole body is mm. painted gold. Mm-hmm. Jacqueline's done that too. Turned into like a statue. Mm-hmm. Was that? I'm actually doing one in a couple of weeks. I don't think it's mm-hmm. weird or crazy. No. I just think no. like it's unique Different. and interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I didn't mean to use the word crazy in that regard, but it's like to no, a to a model to a model who just you know was like I've never heard of this before. Right, right, right. Like something that you were like I had no idea this existed. In your case, it was like something like the calf muscle fetish, or even like sure, yeah. Like I mean, there's been stuff to this day, and I, that's what I love being in this business is like. 
If you think about it, like it's it's, it's probably it's a thing. A fetish. What's the rule? Is it like rule thirty two or yeah. or somebody like if you th- if, if you, you think about it, it, it's a website up there yeah, dedicated yeah. to it. Um, that's uh, true. That's why I'm never really surprised. <laughs> so our <laughs> this is true. Um, so when we actually uh, worked with Sin for the first time, it was it was pretty awesome because like you came in and just, I mean I just want to illustrate and like this is probably the, the blowing the smoke. Up the ass. Well, what section. what was but, the first time so the, that you worked with her? So it was back at my uh, previous home, and she had come down. Now uh, I had actually met her at the women's wrestling convention in 2008. Was that correct? Yeah, but they they only ever had like one or two. Yeah, they had like maybe two or three tops. I mean, the guy really. I think there needs to be another. I one. would love for there to be another it was one. Fun. I, I had such a good time. Like yeah. we really had a good time. They were, they had like these um, small. It was tiny. Really small. They had a, literally, <laughs> that's okay. Like, you could throw yeah, yeah. people there. Like, the fun. dealer's room like was the ring room. So you would have a giant tent, and then you'd walk in, and, and there was tables set up for different producers to sell their wares or whatever. And they gave me a, a table. They were just like, oh, you can Oh, they it. gave you one? Yeah. And awesome. so I just I brought a couple of laptops, because at the time I didn't know how to set up a table. I, I just let <laughs> videos run in a cycle. And then mm. I, would, I, gave, I didn't sell anything. I was just like, look, here, here's free samples. Go to the yeah. website and buy them. And uh, as people just came and grabbed discs and just walked away, yeah, and yeah. I created like a montage of you know action scenes. And then in the middle of the room was a giant ring where they would have like ten matches a day. Uh, mm-hmm. Most of them were grappling because for that particular community, I think it was they really wanted to see real grappling. It was a lot of yeah, like session wrestlers doing gra- like showing off their little how they do it, and it was pretty real. It was mostly real stuff. However, I'm pretty sure that I went up there and did DT style cat fight with somebody else. I did a pro match with... And yeah, you were doing like pro... We did Jackson, Sapphire, and we did like this... I think it was Fantasy and uh, Sapphire killed it. Like they went up there and killed it. There was a girl named Hurricane Havana who like, I think she works out and she apparently didn't think much of us and then she saw them work in the ring and Mm -hmm. she was like, came to me afterwards, she's like, is this the kind of stuff you guys do? I'm like, yeah. She's like, I would love to be a part of it. Yeah, and, uh, awesome. it was awesome to have someone's opinion go from like A to Z. Yeah. Um, but she, unfortunately, we never got a chance to work with her because I, I think she just kind of dropped out for a bit. I don't uh, know. But, but yeah, but, like it was funny because I, could, I feel like I remember when I was doing like the DT style thing, like people that were watching the audience were kind of just like chuckling and mm-hmm. laughing and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, that's what this is. <laughs> Everyone did the same thing with us. They were us. entertained, at least. Yeah, like, everyone was watching right. Fantasy and uh, and Sapphire, and then they nailed this move at the end called the Code Red, and I can't mm-hmm. even begin to describe it. It was like, one girl jumps on the other's back, they both do a f- giant fucking flip, and bam. And the, even the guys were just it's doing, they're like, oh, this is Chuck, and they're like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. It was like standing ovation, and I'm just yeah. sitting in the corner beaming like Mr. Miyagi at the end of Karate Kid, you know? I'm like fucking like, like fucking all yeah, happy. Totally. Uh, but then the, the best part of that, of course, is I got to meet you, and uh, but I keep fucking up the story. Should I tell it? Yes, please. <laughs> Make so, it official. So, uh, so it's at the bar because um, it was in a hotel. Really? And, nice. Good, good hotel. Too. Yeah, and I was at the bar, and um, I had my phone out and I was just sitting there like drinking a beer or whatever and my phone rang and at the time my ringtone was uh the X-Files theme song and just at the time it's not that now no (laughs) now it's the Rick and Morty theme song oh (laughs) (laughs) but uh so anyways at the and then um, once I hang up from the phone like this guy taps me and I'm like hey what's up and he's like oh is that the X-Files ringtone I'm like yeah Best pickup line ever. And then he was like, 
you, I know you, you're Stan Sage, right? And I was like, yeah, who are you? He's like, oh, I know you do wrestling, and like, I do wrestling, and here we are. <laughs> I remember that because I, I was actually, I did recognize you from Anton stuff. Yeah. And I was like, I think you had done DT at that point. Yeah. And, uh, and so I was like, I was, I mean, I wasn't starstruck, but I was like, kind of like geeking out a bit. I was like, oh my God, it's insane. Yeah. And I, and I was like, oh my gosh, somebody's recognizing me. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. But I had a feeling, I had this weird thing, and this is back when I'm like, I'm a little more self confident now mm -hmm. I would say but like back then I was still kind of like what am I doing like what the fuck like, what, where's this going um, <laughs> let's see where this goes and um, I remember I walked up to you and within like a minute like we just conversed very naturally like, and yeah. I was like it wasn't even like oh this is uh, a producer meeting a model this isn't a fan meeting a, an actress mm -hmm. it, it just suddenly it was just like two people at, at a bar yeah. and I immediately knew I was like this girl's really cool and if I get to be her friend that'd be great if I get to hire mm -hmm. her that'd be great too but like mainly like that's the thing that I think really strikes me about you is that I didn't care whether I got to hire you or not mm -hmm. it was more like oh my god I'd love to get to know this person and yeah. get to have them like just hang out yeah. And uh, and if we get to shoot as a byproduct of that, that'd be great. It's a good yeah. bonus. Yeah. And we did both that yeah. weekend because we had, we hung out, we shot. I think you you did your first shoot with me versus oh god, hold on, my memory, Pandora. I was gonna say I think it's Pandora. Fuck yeah, see, it's not all gone yet, honey. <laughs> we were just talking about this the other night. That's why. Oh. Oh, thanks. So, uh, is gone. so my lovely lady, mm -hmm. uh, Jay Quellen, uh, have you any questions for Sin about her, her origins that I may have missed or anything in general? Because we're going to move on to a different topic. Yeah. In a um, so like, yeah, when, when it comes to doing the fetish stuff, like what is your favorite genre that you like to perform and why? To do, uh, like, yeah, on camera, right? Yeah. yeah. Not like personal stuff. I mean, no, 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 no. if if you want to answer that too, that could be a separate question. But okay. it's up to you. Killing it with the interview questions, honey. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> favorite fetish. My mind is probably uh, like really limited right now with all that, and not to like kiss ass, but I love doing the the chloro stuff. To be honest, because yeah. like <laughs> I've done a lot of it. And there, there did reach a point where I was just like, I really like this. Like, I like doing it. Like, I don't feel that I get off on it sexually, but I really enjoy doing it. Mm -hmm. um, I like... Uh, the psychology behind it, maybe? Is yeah, I like that. I like, you know... The do being dominated, yeah. Yeah, I like being like, I don't know, I don't see someone coming or whatever. And mm -hmm. then all of a sudden it's like, ah, and they're like overpowering you. And... Um, and then I like that I get to like do a lot of acting in my face mm -hmm. and like a lot of expressing in my face. Oh, that's all it is, yeah. And then I get to just like pass out and lie around on the floor while somebody else does all the work. <laughs> See, if I was a model, Great. that would be my, that would be my jam. Like, can I just, just lay here and pay me to be asleep? Yeah, and um, so that's just that's really fun for me. Like, acting for me is fun. So the more I get to do it, it's the better. So I. Anything that does that has a lot of that. Um, sometimes okay. even wrestling stuff or like super heroin stuff. I'm like, hey, mm -hmm. I'm gonna get you, but they always get me. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah. But you can try, and that's the fun part. Mm-hmm. I remember one of the things that I, I love about Sin is that uh, you have, you never, there's some models that you can see their their enthusiasm starts to wane after mm. a couple of, of hours or days of shoots. And uh, and it's not bad. It's just a slight thing where they're like, okay, well, let's move on to the next thing. And you always seem to have this enthusiasm for the next shoot, no matter what the topic is. So it's like if we go mm-hmm. from like hypnosis to wrestling to chloro to superheroine, yeah. oh, you're like, oh, shit, this sounds great. Let's do it. Like, yeah. It sounds badass. And that's really one of the reasons, I mean, one of the main reasons uh, among many that I like working with you. But, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, that's that's a great thing to have as a model is to be able to go, like, yeah. I really enjoy performing and... Yeah. I'm not just showing it's up and going important. like looking at your yeah, watch. Super and that, and that's the, uh, it's like enough other models and this is porn too, whatever, have set bad examples that it's just like I don't want to ever be like that, you know? <laughs> like, all right, well, you have exactly two hours with the amount of time that we worked on, so I'm looking at my watch. Like, hurry up, you producer guy, you know? And I'm like way more like, hey, we're human beings. We're trying to make something. We're trying to get it done. Like, yeah, please don't take my entire day up for 200 bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know what I mean? Like, let's let it, be let human it here. Yeah. Let it happen naturally. I um, not and I'm like, I don't, and I remember being on a shoot one time where a girl was saying that shit. And I was just like, I don't want to be like that ever. Like, that's fucked up. And so, and then just shitty attitudes in general. Like, we were kind of talking about before. Like, have some fucking gratitude. Like, we're lucky. Um, I can't believe I have to work on the Yeah. Day. But that was something, too, that. No, side note, there are people that <laughs> definitely push those fucking limits. Yes, they do. That does yes, they do. Me. And that is Especially very Especially when it's like yeah. every single time you go to shoot for them, you know you're going to be there for 10 hours, and it's just like, this is not 10 hours worth of shit. But, um, but anyways, like what you just <laughs> That's said, Carrie, uh, you know, Carrie, who you've also had on this podcast. Carrie Spectrum. Carrie Spectrum. <laughs> um, I think it was like the second time that I went out and shot um, for her company, and so it was like she was shooting stuff and then she was having other producers come to her place and shoot me and um, so it's like at least three different companies that we all shot like at her place. Yeah. And Kelly I'm like Logan, yeah, Kelly Logan, Jamie Daniels, yeah. Oh yeah, you Those guys are all them. Them. Yep. <laughs> Those are the fun. <laughs> My girls. <laughs> and um and so it was a long day and the way she would always kinda of fly me in on a red eye and so I mean I'd get there at like six or seven AM, I'd maybe be able to sleep two hours and I'd have to get up, shower and get mm-hmm. ready to go do a shoot. And, which is fucking great because she would have me working the whole time and I'm always like thank you but um, but yeah it's exhausting um, but she and like the time I left that second time she was just like she, her and um, her now husband were like you are so pleasant to work with you're so yeah. pleasant to be here like most of these girls would be like like burning out and bitching all day and complaining <laughs> and yep. they're like you're just you're so nice and you're so like to have around and I'm like oh my god I love you too oh my god it makes such a difference and it seems like such a simple thing but like mm-hmm. being enthusiastic about you know working and your product and like how you come across on video it's like yeah it's something that a lot of girls just are like yeah I'm, I'm here I'm pretty give I'm, me a picture here, yeah and, <laughs> and that sucks because like you you can totally tell that that is the type of of person they are yeah. in the videos, no and matter how hard they they try to act, and it's integrity, you know, yeah. like have some fucking integrity. Like, yeah, you're getting paid, but like this person's producing this thing. This is their name on this product. You know, your name's on there too. 
you should care. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's like if, I mean, it really is like if you're in a Hollywood production and some actor shows up, like Mel Gibson or, no, Mel Gibson, yeah. fuck Mel Gibson, but like, uh, you know, like you're, you're, you know, some, some new young actor, um, shows up and he's just like, oh, he does the line once and he's like, all right, that sounded good to me. And then he walks back to his trailer. It's like, no, dude, this is not Egos, about you. Man. You're getting Egos. hit. Like, no, like this is, uh, this is the director of producer's vision mm-hmm. and there's a reason why they're still floating above water and doing this mm-hmm. stuff so yeah, like when I when I we had a girl uh, many years ago and I'm not gonna name names because you know you can tell me later I'll tell you later <laughs> <laughs> but we were in Los Angeles and there was a girl that I, I was a, actually a fan of like huge fan of and, and I, you know, I still am she's, she's awesome but like a uh, really good performer but we she came out to shoot with me and my friend Helena at a ring and she was totally like what you just said like tapping her yeah. fucking wrist and I'm like Look, I really want to make this look real. I want you to not be hurt when this move is applied. Yeah. I want to apply this move, so give me a second and do it. Well, you know, I got this thing at five, and I'm like, yeah, but it's only one thirty, so I'm not going to keep you here until, you know. But this is L.A., and it's going to take me three hours to drive. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's this weird mansion, and I might get lost. <laughs> and you never know about the, you know, press some random button at a, a yeah. yeah. But you no, know, so. So yeah, so the whole time I felt so pressured because she, she kept she kept on going like sucks. I would I would take my time and explain what the next move was gonna be and these weren't like you know these weren't like cheesecake like oh you're gonna yeah. put her in the next it was like no she's gonna grab you by flip the leg and flip you into a neck breaker <laughs> you'd have to jump at the same time or else it's gonna look bad mm-hmm. and she just just kept on like rolling her eyes you know and this is somebody that I was a fan I was like this, this person save really... that for the knockouts bitch yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> And but yeah, so the end of the at the end of the match, we were done, and she <laughs> she went on her she went on her way, and like Helena just looks at me and she's like, "God damn, did you feel that?" And I was like, "Yeah." yeah. She's like, "I felt anxious. Oh, yeah. I felt like I was doing someone a disservice by paying them to, to be in a video, yeah. paying good money by the way to yeah. be in a non-nude wrestling video. Seriously, her, her her prices were through the fucking roof. But because I wow. wanted her to be one of my, my, one of my productions, I was like, you know what? I'll pony up the cash. Yeah. we'll do it. But the whole time I felt like I wasn't the employer; she was the boss. Yeah, you know? exactly. And I'm like, this is no. not. I'm, and finally, I had to put my foot down at the end of it. And I was like, look, we're gonna get this done. I'm gonna get it done in, in time for you to go to the next shoot, but we're getting it done my way. Yeah. And she didn't seem to like it, but by the time we were done, she seemed to be slightly pleased by the fact that the end result looked good. Yeah. And so there's this weird, I could see like her brain going from like, you know, can I get out of here in time to like, oh, that actually looked really good. Yeah. Like, so, oh, I guess it was worth it. But as a model, is that is that important to you? Like, you know, versus like, hey, show up and, and do a thing, or like, I really want to deliver the best performance I can. So I re- how much do you value direction? As a model. Well, it depends on the type of shoot. Mm-hmm. So, like, a lot of times when I do a girl-girl scene and there's over-direction, I get really pissed off. <laughs> I'm just like... You're like, let me just do my leg. I'm like, seriously, Your do leg you, has to be here. Do you tell sure. Picasso how to paint a painting? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. But, um, but then there are times, you know, there are other times when I'm struggling through a scene because the other performer is not good or they're new, or there's not enough chemistry. Usually I can make that work, but sometimes they're just like, cunty. And, <laughs> and I'm struggling, and I'm I like, love that word, by the way. <laughs> I love that fucking word, because like, it's it's girls don't like the word cunt. They just don't, but cunty um, is just... I love it. It's just like, 
Well, you said in one of my videos the other day, and I let it fly. I usually never let anybody. It sounded so like you made it. I, I don't know if that sounds. I don't know if that's a good thing. But I was like, it sounds so natural coming hey. out of your mouth. Yeah, it's good. But you were just like, you're gonna knock me out, you cunt. And I was like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> let it fly. That's the camera noise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know that's what we have. We hand crank it here. That's good. That's good. But yeah, please. but so they're like so, so when those times are happening. And, oh God, man, there's been times where I'm doing a video, a scene for a video where it's literally called a kissing video. Like, so the fetish is kissing, and then you do sex after. And so I'm kissing these girls, like, full, big, open mouth, tongue, and they're just, like, not opening their mouth. They're, oh, no. like, they just, or they don't put their tongue out when they do open their mouth. So it's like you're kissing, like, a hollow hole. Like, <laughs> it's so bizarre. And, and, um... And fuck, like I. What's that like, by weird, the way? Kissing a hollow hole. It's fucking bizarre, and it's weird because like when you're not that video on Clipsersale.com. Kissing a hole. <laughs> but when you're when you're not the director, like I feel, and I'm working especially like a sex scene. I I feel like if I were to say, this is how you need to be doing it, and like if you want the scene to be good, like you should be doing X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's the director's job. Yep. Yeah. And so, like, for me to do it, I feel a little bit like this girl is going to look at me and be like, who the fuck, fuck you, yeah. you know? And then it just gets even weirder. Um, so I kind of came to this point where I was just started going to girls before the scene and being like, okay, Talking so I don't know, you know, this is a kissing video, like, it needs to be this way. Like, I have to, so this is how I kiss, and, like, we have to kind of be a little in sync on this mm -hmm. for it to look good and tell them, like, you got to open your mouth, you got to, like, stick your tongue out, like... And um, because I want it to be good, yeah, because I want the product to look good, it's not just, and, and it's really awkward for me when that other person just like doesn't fucking get it. And yeah. I, and, and you, you and I, and have been I know in it's like yeah, that, where and like, like I worked with this one woman one time, and she's like really uber famous, and she's been around for many, many years, and um, it was one of the worst scenes I've ever been in. And because I was just like, why aren't you like giving me back what I'm giving to you? You know, I felt so, like I was just like trying so hard to get her to you think be it was into because it. She was like so famous. She was like, I don't even have to try anymore. I just yes. Oh, exactly. I just Absolutely. Up. Yeah. That Jesus was what it was. Christ. And so, and and so <clears> afterwards, <throat> I like I left the room, and like one lady was in there still, and I was just like. I'm like, I want to cry right now. <laughs> I want to cry. That was fucking awful. And she's like, no, no, I looked good. And I'm like, no, that was terrible. I'm like, that's going to be out there now. Like, yeah, here's now more, that's more out there. scenes, you know? And I'm just like, yeah, so yeah, it's, it's like, really don't important. Don't worry, I'm in it. People will buy it. Yeah. And yeah. I found, I found. I know that it's bad. There, <laughs> there really are like two and types. And some people did still like it. Well, yeah. What do you do? <laughs> Dude, I've released stuff that I'm like, why am I even putting this out there? And then people, like, you know, 30 people will buy it in the first yeah. couple. I'm like, what? what? Well, oh. that's the thing, too, is like, I mean, at least it's producing your own content. I mean, well, regardless of anything, you have to put it out. You yeah, just, so it's you under your name. Or you, made, yeah. you made a, you spent the day on it, you paid for models, you, you did the whole fucking thing, like, you have to put it up. It's there. It exists. Like, use it. Because somebody's going to fucking buy it. It's so funny. I'm sorry. I was just like, Mary's over there, like, opening up a can, like, 
like off screen. She's like, I don't want to, this this mic is so sensitive. I can hear like a moth fart like across the street. Would you mind getting me? I was trying so hard. Oh no no, you're good. You're good. No no no. It's in the it's in the fridge on the right hand side in the door. Because I can hear you typing. I'm like, she is being she's like so passionate right now. But it was it was okay. Thank you. That's how she and fans, well, eventually we are going to have a podcast with Mary Meow because whether she likes it or not, I'm going to put her in front of this mic because she's awesome. Uh, but um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I found that there are two different kinds of models that I've dealt with, and there it's weird. It's it's as simple as as saying there's the models who really care what the finished product looks like, mm-hmm. and then the models who care about I'm here yeah. X amount of hours and I got paid X amount of money. Yeah, thank and, you. And um. And that's a really big deal to me because, like, yeah. like uh, we did a video. Uh, the fans might know we did a video called uh, "Mercy Killing." Like, wait, you did oh, yeah. Wilma Jacqueline, it was fantastic. We had to do a sequel. We did it, and looking back at the outtakes, we were like, "We need to do another one." Yeah, we did do another one. "Mercy Killing 3? Three Quill. I don't know. Well, I was thinking of doing a thing where Sin Sage is like. Sin's uh, like Three twin Three sister Three shows Three up or something. Quill? Like, how do you bring her back? Like, you were kind of like. That was a prequel to when you got shot. So, like, what do we do? Like the same way you brought her back. She was cloned. She comes or she back. Has yes. her, or she has a twin sister. Yes. Yes. Twin sister is what I thought. Easy. Or you come back and they, after some sort of successful surgery, and you're just like, you know, now she's bionic. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Part robot or some shit. <laughs> but we, looking back at the outtakes for that and the uh, raw footage, like we went. Oh God, it would be like a three-second punch scene, and it would be like, mm-hmm. nope, do it again, no, nope, do it again, oh, yeah. no, do it again. That's and, how. And that's where you knew what kind of model you were working with, because it was a model who was like, what the fuck, you know? You know, I got, it's, it's taking forever. It's seven o'clock. What the fuck? And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, do you care how you look on screen? Is you want it to look bad, you know? And yeah. and so it's weird. Like I, I that really, was definitely something special, though. And yeah. and I know that you picked out really good girls to perform in that video and it's like one of my favorite things that you've ever done. Oh. Yes, it's pretty <laughs> incredible. But that's the thing too, is like I knew like I don't know, I knew we were making something that was gonna be like really awesome to yeah. see at the end. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I wanna do it right and like I honestly and that's when, the when we that... work together it's like we're hanging out with friends. Yeah. You know, and it's it's work and it's work that I love and it's people that I love. So it's like are we working? No. <laughs> <I guess. laughs> you know? no, and the no. work that we do is fucking fun. So it's like I'm in that bedroom and I'm like throwing these punches. Like, okay, you missed here. All right, let's do it again. Yeah, oh, you it. missed again. You got to do it right, like this. So I'm like, okay, let's do it again. You know, it just and we yeah, had you and Jacqueline it's look and great. Sumiko, like you know, just fucking amazing talents in one room and like doing this great thing that you know ended up being really, really good. Like cinematic quality. Yeah, and yeah. That's the, the more like cinematic the project is that I'm working on, like the more I'm like, let's make this fucking great. Mm-hmm. And, As opposed um, to like you know, you know, doing a solo scene or like you know, mm-hmm. POV domination or something like that. Those, yeah, those are all simple, but like, yeah, like the uh, <laughs> it was really funny because there was the uh, uh, Jacqueline was shooting a video with you guys the other day, which is a hypnosis video um, that you guys will find at VelvetsFantasies.com. <laughs> but um, it was just Jacqueline's the bitchy boss, and um, and I'm filming it. At that point, I was a little tired, but I was like, you know, I, I still want to, you know, I want to help as much as I can. So I was filming it, and we tried to do it in one take. There's this one moment. I don't know. This is the first time I mentioned it to you, but when we're shooting it, and Jacqueline forces you and Elsa Ives to kind of like bend over, mm-hmm. hike up your skirts, and mm-hmm. start spanking your own asses. <laughs> 
repeatedly. And I'm in the corner of the room, kind of bent down. My, my back's like a little achy, but I'm like filming it. I need to get Jackie in the scene, but also the two the butts, butts the butt. and the hands the kind of slapping and my, repeatedly. My and devious as, face of approval. Exactly. So I'm like, I'm, I'm backing into a corner. We got the wide angle lens. I'm like, I need to make sure that I get the nice shade of light here. Jacqueline's looking. There's two hands, two butts, spanking themselves. And it just clicked with me. And I was like, I can't complain about shit. This is amazing. <laughs> I'm just watching two of my best friends spank themselves while my fiance tells them to. And I'm like, you can't tell a story like that if you work at a Kroger. Well, you know? shit. Like, how do you think Ray feels when we, I mean, Drake. How do you think Drake, Drake. feels when we, uh, Drake. Yeah. Well, we, we were in Alabama. A friend of mine moved from San Diego to Alabama. She sells like stuff for Clips for Sell stores. And, mm -hmm. um, He's like, yeah, if you stop by here, like, maybe I can get you to do, like, a double hand job scene. So, like, his girlfriend and me, they're jerking off Ray. And he comes all over, and he's just like, man, I have a good life. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, we were in Vegas, and we did a trade with another, with uh, Cheyenne Jewel. Oh, Cheyenne, yeah. And, like, so she blew him with me, and, like, that was great, so... <laughs> Sounds like fun. Hi, Cheyenne. Uh, we hope you're listening. Uh, enjoy the the thing. Um, wait, wait. So wait, it was Cheyenne and you? Mm -hmm. Sweet. Yeah. So I think we called it like dick delivery or something. Coming <laughs> soon on Sin Stage's mini vids. Dick delivery. And uh, Ray comes delicious. up with all these like clever titles a lot of the time. Dude, I'm, that's my shit. I love yeah. to come up with puns. Like Jacqueline always turns to me, he's like, "Honey, what should I name this?" And it's always, I think we had one where it was like a bunch of girls um, stealing from a place, and we call it "robbing one out." Which is really oh, that's yeah. awesome! That one's oh, my favorite. Yeah. Uh, I love that. <laughs> what was oh, it? Oh, I love that. Because she was like, "What do yeah. you think?" And it's like, "Well, you're both robbers." Oh, fuck, Rob, robbing one out. Mm. Uh, what was the I other? got so many people contacting <laughs> me about that name. They're like, "Love the video, but the name <laughs> of that movie like was killing me. It was so great." What was that? Was it related to like a pantyhose one or uh, something? Was like we don't love them hoes or something like that? Or oh, that's awesome. Uh, I don't know. God, I've done so many pantyhose videos. Um, we don't love them hoes. Uh, <laughs> there was like hoes for hire. Oh hose. yeah. Oh, leader Hosen. Leader Hosen. Because it was like it was who, who gets to be the leader of this pack of spies that were wearing pantyhose and leotards. <laughs> so it was like leader Hosen, and I was like, that is oh, so shit. stupid that it's awesome. Yeah, that's, like it's it perfect. It crossed the line into yeah. Besides, there besides Robin went out. There was a really good one. I don't know. I can't think of that. But um, yeah, all right. So yeah. the the um, uh, one of the um, actually I'll look up some of the fan questions, y'all. Uh, and I, I think I pull up Drake's phone correctly. He actually has that kind of laid out like, your husband and I are very alike. This is very fucking weird. <laughs> like, all right. He okay. didn't have those little categories for the longest time. It was just like a billion apps on the fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> he needs to put to consolidate this. <laughs> okay, so I think I have the sleeper kids. Uh, yeah, okay, so I can actually Do we check. have a question from yes. Slim? Uh, well, you know Slim asked a question because that's... He better. He's made of questions. Um... <laughs> That's, he's, I he's, love answering questions. He's awesome. I um, love Slim is one of our biggest fans, <laughs> but also one of my, my really great friends. Um, okay, so, uh, oh, yes. Oh, we have one minute? No, no, the battery is on one little bar right now. Okay. Just FYI. All right, well, whenever the... I have to pee. 
Alright, well folks, here's what's gonna happen. We're gonna take a little break and we'll be right back. And we'll have fresh batteries and a fresh empty bladder. So we'll see you back on Wrestling with Fetish. Alright guys, that was a quick bathroom break, biological break, I think it's been called. Uh, we are back <laughs> with Sin Stage and Jacqueline Velvets and everyone else is uh, fucking around in the room behind us. But, um... Silently. Silently fucking around. Um, so, uh, what were we... we you were like, gonna answer questions, questions, questions. Oh shit, you're right, yeah, because then Jacqueline said like, hey, your shit's running out. Um, <laughs> so let me go back to that. So we have a few here. Um, from our Facebook friends. So uh, Slim is one of our, our biggest fans. Also, like I said, a good friend. Hey, Slim. Um, and we always say, hello, Slim. Uh, he's just one of those guys that, um, you know, I actually met the guy. I think you, have you, I, that's a question, actually, while I look for his thing. Have you ever found that, is there a disconnect between yourself and your fans, or has there been someone you've met who's a fan of your work? Besides, like myself and Jacqueline and stuff like that, we're producers. But like someone you met, and you're like, oh, this person's kind of cool. You know, I might not mind hanging out with this person. Or is it just like you want to keep like a little bit of distance there? Or when I was first like getting more famous, mm -hmm. I was so like flattered and excited to have people that really liked me that much. And I think I, I made some, like, misjudgments of character mm -hmm. and kind of, like, to this day, feel the effects of, of that and kind of, like, a lesson learned, you know, um, that it's a bad idea mm -hmm. in general. <laughs> now, there's a difference, I think, because, I, yeah, you're absolutely right, uh, but, you know, the difference between what you do and what I do. Yeah. And also, difference between my position um, as a producer and your position as, whoops, as a model. Um, yeah. So I, I totally get that. But like, I've met a few people. There's, there's some really good people I've met that, I think it's like a guy thing. It's, it's like, you know, oh, you're a dude. You shoot stuff like you. I'm a dude. Let's hang out. And like a lot. Some of these guys right. I met on Xbox. You know, like. Yeah, yeah. For but me, like for you, it's you're the, you're the model. You're the focus of the attention. And it could yeah. get a little weird, I'm assuming. And it's never... It's never, ever been guys. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's women, and then I think, I don't know if they uh, have, like, expectations, like, unrealistic expectations of me and my time and, like, my friendship, yeah. you know, and thinking, um, but I don't know. I mean, like, I think, I think that to this day I have one person that is, like actually a friend and that you know we'll visit and catch up you know on facebook every once in a while and stuff but so you at least got the one you know, yeah that but um it's been really rough with other people or mm. with other you know women <laughs> because yeah they just i think uh, it's almost like single white female-y sort mm -hmm. of thing like it just obsessed to the point where there's like this sense of ownership there and I'm like, no, that's not how this is, and I, it's all bad. So no, I just no. kind of like learned to, to know I there mean, has to be a line drawn. I understand. I mean, I, I'm looking at the um, the construct of what you do, especially 
since you're known for doing a lot of girl girl stuff then yeah you know and i'm not going to generalize and say like well you know women stalkers are are worse than male stalkers or like you know women can be more obsessive than males because i you know there's really i can't think of any yeah, people are yeah, people people are people yeah and That's so it. and but yeah you you just happen to have for me more of the female <laughs> aspect where it's like oh shit yeah. they're really getting attached or clingy or or, or yeah wow Mm, yeah that's good though because that actually i like that i don't like the fact that you had to go through that but the fact that you did kind of sets everything in perspective of like you know male um you know the whole like you know oh well, the guys are the ones that are always going to be the creepy ones like no it could be anybody oh no, oh, no. people are people <laughs> there's someone should write a song um <laughs> but um but yeah so uh <laughs> So the uh, the question that our friend Slim uh, submitted, oh, we just fucking talked about like fans are not going to be weird, and here's Slim. Um, <laughs> he says, uh, which is your personal favorite or your personal favorite SKW uh, video you've been in, and your favorite Velvet's video that you've been in, and why? Just the hard question. Like, yeah, I'm trying to think of it now. I'm like, ah, shit. Well, the one that I you mean, and I did where you like gave me the spinning, flying, hurricanrana uh, thing, yes, that was great because the look on your face, you were like... Like when it. I finished it, I was like, I cannot believe I did that. Well, this was back when, you know, I put that shit on my MySpace page. Yeah. <laughs> oh! Damn! I put that video hey, on Hey, Mary, remember what MySpace, MySpace was? Page. I still actually have mine. Oh. They don't exist anymore. Jesus Christ. They do. MySpace is still there. It's still there. Logged down with advertisements and shitty music. It's like just a bad thing. They always they call it like the abandoned amusement park of the internet. I can't let go of it. It's so Yeah, but I can't find my page. Oh, I don't even know what my password was. I was like I remember they that shit went fucking dead when they started giving control to the users. You decide the size of your page, and you know you're like scrolling to the right just to get to their fucking friends list. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, sorry, that was a total tangent. Um. So. So favorite so SKW. That was really cool. Um, I I don't know. I just like I guess. Well, the mercy killing thing was like both of them. That was the funnest thing for me yeah. to do. That was gonna. Be Anything that. that's like more like spyish and like sneaking and all that stuff. I betrayal. Like a lot. Yeah, betrayals. And what about for Miss Velvets? So, yeah, anything we've done that's kind of like that. <laughs> well, you guys just did kind of Yesterday was really fun because um, working, working with my husband, Drake, is always like a special treat for me. So, And he did a great job. Yeah, and I love his first time. Ever really doing, I think, something like that intensive like uh, and detailed. And I didn't give him that much. I was just like, kind of just do this and do that and do that. Like, just key points. Mm -hmm. And, like, because he was working with you, like, you guys have such great chemistry. It mm -hmm. was just, like, great to watch and be a part of. Um, so... I'm still not sure about that guy. I'm still not sure about that guy. I'm still... got an eye on him. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, the video we did yesterday was fun. Um, I was going to say that one of my favorites that I've done with you was the one we shot at my friend Photonome's place, which was... Oh, oh yeah. With, yeah, yeah. with the stripper pole and the yeah, no stripper pole. Yeah. That was yeah, fucking awesome. Yep, and it was it was me and Sin. We get turned into fembots by this drug lord that we're trying to. Uh, Velvetsfantasies.com. 
And uh, <laughs> so, like, of course, like, he knocks us out and carries us around and all this stuff. And then um, he commands Sin to do, like, a sexy dance on this stripper pole. <laughs> but the amazing part was, was that in the middle of her doing the dance on the pole, like, she was, like upside down hanging by her like legs and like in this incredibly like oh, yeah. sexy athletic like crazy poses and he was like freeze with a remote and she held it there and like she did it like three times and like I just remember <laughs> watching this and I was like my jaw completely open just like <gasps> oh I was filming it and I was She's fucking <laughs> I was yeah. fucking pissed because I was like why didn't I think of this uh, this is so amazing and of course you know then I have to be happy because I was like Jacqueline thought of this and this is great <laughs> but I was so I was jealous there's certain moments where I'm jealous of my, my future wife's work I'm like oh, why didn't I think of that outfit or this scenario yeah. and that was one of those things where like the, the, the pole and you you, you, would did a, you did a thing where you were like sliding down and mm -hmm. suddenly you just and you just did this thing where your body was extended outwards and I'm filming it kind of like Fuck, it was incredible. Yeah. It, was, it was easier than I like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd be uh, fucking face first on the ground if I tried that shit. Yeah, but I will. I mean, I, I was a dancer for like seven years in the strip club. She knew what she was and doing. So I just learned a lot of stuff. And mm -hmm. boy, back then, it's a good workout. It's a great way to keep in shape. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's like work in a strip club for five to six hours every night uh, and learn some pole tricks. And yeah, I was. I'm not sure if I can do all that stuff again today because mm. I'm super weak, but well, it was I good mean, stuff at the can, time. Oh, it's like riding it. a bicycle. I, I mean, I know how to do it. Mm -hmm. It's physically being able to make my body do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think has changed. <laughs> so, it, it and I was done. back there. And, and I remember yeah. being on the shoot and like that pole was there and we were like just, you know, shooting the scenes and like figuring out the set and like how to like, we were directing and blah, blah, blah. And then, like, you know, you were in the background and just, like, dicking around, like, on the stripper pole and just, like, you know, while, you know, killing some time. And I'm, like, watching you, like, God, we should put this in the video somehow. Like, <laughs> work that shit in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We did. Yeah, and, that like, was a really good one. And then, like, we're all three passed out in the, like, sauna. Yeah. That oh, yeah, cool. they dragged you to the sauna. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yep. That was, that was a great so that, shoot because of the iconic imagery we got from it too because like I think uh, that is um, your banner the, for your that's, that's the banner that's the banner from my website it's also to, on my business oh, card <laughs> yeah so Sinsage is a very integral part of my website oh. <laughs> well I mean shit yeah I, I mean when they go to my site like the first thing they see is like her sleeping body just like right there like draped <laughs> like ever so elegantly I'm very proud You're, of like, you're like front and center. I was very, oh, I was, I was proud. I was so good. proud. That's like, that's one of the, the pictures I took that I was like most proud of because I was like, now because it made it onto your site. Mm -hmm. Most of all, things just looked good. I and mean, you guys oh, were yeah. so Amazing. good. Really the bathing suits were great. I, like the lighting was perfect in that room. It was so, mm -hmm. it was a, one of those magic moments because I think mm -hmm. uh, the performances were all on, on point too. Um, yeah. So the other um, the other question was in t um, I'm not sure what oh what's the funniest or craziest blooper that has happened to Sin Sage during a shoot? These kinds of questions are so hard. <laughs> <laughs> what's the hardest question you've been asked? No. <laughs> that one. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is a pretty difficult question. Blooper. 
Yeah. I I mean, I don't know. I mean, we, our bloopers aren't really wild, though. They're just more like, oh, I fucked up this line, or... Pussy farts? <laughs> <laughs> okay, please elaborate. I'm going to let you go ahead... Continue this line of questioning, Your Honor. No, I don't even know if that's it. Oh, that hasn't well, happened. Well, that hasn't happened to me. Oh, that's happened to you. I'm, I'm sure it must have happened. <laughs> the queefer <laughs> of... What was it also said? <laughs> the queefer of queefs. queefer of queefs. I'm sure it's happened. It, it's kind of like I, just, I guess I just think about farts. all the things that could have happened doing what I do. And oh. you're like, that probably happened one of the times. Yeah. Like, I don't know. The squeaky bed. Well, you're hard pressed to find girls that would admit to, you know, having the whole fart thing happen during a shoot. Oh man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I've never, I've never farted on, <laughs> a shoot that on I know of. <laughs> I don't know. Well, the thing is, <laughs> you all are someone like in some sort of recovery hospital. Like. I guess it's difficult for me too because I take everything in so much stride that it doesn't like lock in my memory as like, oh, this thing happened and it was so funny or embarrassing mm. or whatever because I just don't. It's, nothing really gets to me like that. No. I, I say now. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, as long as they don't like keep it in the video and like make it like the main attraction, Sam oh, Sage no, farts no. on camera the first right. time. Yeah, <laughs> and they just like put it on loop. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think anything like that exists. Kidfarts.com. No, so they have a. Um... Oh yeah, that's a weird thing to me. Oh Kid yeah, farts. I've been asked to do uh, fart videos and stuff, and I'm just like. Uh, I don't really want to. <laughs> and there's like this one company in Orange County that was like, well, you can come and you'll lick assholes and then you'll <laughs> fart. And they're like, don't worry, it's not real farts. Like we pump your ass with air. And I'm like, okay, well, if I want to do something like, if I was going to do something like that, I'd want like easily like $800,000. You know? I'm like, oh, we'll give you like $300 for, you know, for $800,000? Like, no. Did you say 800 or 8000 Oh, like 800 or 1000 Oh, I thought you meant $800,000 and I was like, God damn. I would do it for less than that. <laughs> the golden farts. Jesus Christ. Each, this, each fart costs $100. Yeah, but... I mean, ultimately, there are certain things that I just don't want, like video camera yeah. footage of me out there. <laughs> and I think, yeah, so that that's, okay, so that leads into the next question, which, uh, well, actually, he asked a bonus question, which is, what was it like uh, facing our six foot nine wrestler, Tiny? Because I think you you look like you were riding a roller coaster. You, you looked like you were having a good time. Yeah, it was fun. Because, like, um, that guy's amazing. Like, yeah. Uh, just the power and size. Mm-hmm. So like, And you said you'd like to be dominated by males. So that must have been, was that like a big, like, was like, oh my god, this guy's fucking huge, but he also knows what he's doing, I'm not going to get hurt. So this is kind of like a really fun ride. Kind of yeah, thing. it was really fun. Yeah. Like, he's uh, really nice and easy to work with, and so, like, the scariest thing is when he, like, picked me up over his head like that. The gorilla press. I was so like, I don't know, guy, I don't know if you can do this. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then he just was like, whoosh, and I was like. He did, yeah. Oh, so once I realized, like, yeah, he's doing it easily, and then I knew where to put my And he was telling you where to put your hand, where to push up, yeah. Once I did that, I was like, oh, yeah, this is, like, really cool, but you're fucking up there. So, I mean, I was, like, ten feet in the air, and I'm like, don't drop me! (laughs) (laughs) 
And that's the one thing, like, if, if fans of our side are, are into the kayfabe aspect of which is, like, you know, the storyline, like, they want to believe it, then don't stop listening. But he <laughs> is one of the nicest guys. Like, he just really, like, he'll come over to the house and just hang out and chill. And, I think like, we were doing yoga in the backyard. You guys were doing yoga. <laughs> Tiny was doing yoga. Six really foot nine <laughs> of yoga. That guy was, like, fucking in child's pose. Or what's it called? Yeah. It, yoga. Six foot nine child. It was really fun. Like, if you have a kid and he had some weird, like, fucking pituitary gland infection, then it would have looked like that. But anyway, so, um, the, uh, the other question, <laughs> the other question we get a lot is, um, and I think we addressed somewhat this, but, uh, yeah, the, so, like, the, well, actually, yeah, we did, because it was, what was the craziest thing you've ever been asked to do? But the way that they phrase it is, like, what's the craziest thing you've been asked to do that you've done? And I don't mean crazy mm -hmm. as in, like, you think it's, like... And say, but like you know, the more out there thing where you're like, oh, this is brand new. This is something I've never tried before. It's something I've never heard of mm. that you've actually done versus uh, the, the the most outlandish thing you've asked to do that you said no to. And I think we already oh. addressed that with some of the fart stuff. But like, well, that's not even the most outlandish. Okay, that's why I was hoping to hear. <laughs> so that's why I wanted to hear. No, definitely, I'd say the most outlandish thing would be that you've done or that you have. No, that I have not done. Okay, and wouldn't do is to. Yeah, like make a video of myself shitting and <laughs> yep. give it to a person to own. I like, I'm not going to do that. I'll mm. not ever do that. <laughs> How about peeing? Oh, peeing, yeah. I do tons of peeing. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so what makes, what, what, what draws a line there for you? Like what is it that... Ah, well, pee is just pee. I have no problem with pee really. Like I mm -hmm. just feel like it's not... It's nothing sterile. It's like you can drink it. I don't know. Maybe I'm just so like pee doesn't bother me because I do it so often. Mm -hmm. Like it's just like pee is just like big, a big a part of my life. Bladder, yeah. <laughs> and you guys want to you guys want to hang out with Sensei? Try watching a fucking movie with her. You better have yeah. your pause button. Like yeah, <laughs> like if I'm at a movie theater, it's probably like like my average is going three times mm. during a movie. And that's just my life, you know, I, I accept it. Little lady bladder. Yeah, and it's also like, it sucks because I, that puts me in a position where I'm often having to hold it for a long time, and so it's like really frustrating, and it's really physical, it's like a lot of physical and mental exertion when I have to hold my pee. And so when I do, like I do fetish videos for, um, there's a producer in Las Vegas that make, has a clips for sale store, and it's like, I, I need to pee or something like that, and... Um, it's all like peer peer like pants videos. Desperation and, is what they call it. Now. Yeah, and I love working videos. for her. Seriously, like we'll shoot a clip of me peeing my pants, and then she's like, "Well, maybe we should shoot something else instead in the middle, and then we'll go do a pee one." And by the time we're like ready to shoot the second one, I'm like, "I have to pee now." So I was like, "Well, shit, I guess we'll do another pee one now because I'm just like, <laughs> I gotta go now." And so it's really, really nice just. Being able, being, <laughs> being free to just go and dance. and then I can just like step out of them and walk away. I don't have to clean it up. Uh, I don't have to worry about it. It's just like ah. <laughs> I remember uh, I actually woke up once uh, to that, like not to get peed on or anything, but like it was like I remember it was like Jacqueline. I woke up and Jacqueline's like, "Hey, uh, so we're doing this thing with uh, another model because I think it was a trade thing." And she's like, "Yeah, she's just gonna pee in our bathroom, but." Um, you know, we're going to clean it up and it's going to be 100% spotless, but I just wanted to let you know. And I'm like, I'm like not even awake yet. 
And I was just like, yeah, this girl's peeing next door to you, so, you know, it'll, it'll be on our floor. You know, like, and I'm very OCD, so I was just like, really, is she, how is she? And then when I found out who the model was. Get and, the bleach! Yes. But I found out who the model was, and the model was somebody who's just as OCD as me. I'm like, all right, well, let her clean it up, because it'll be probably cleaner than it's ever been. <laughs> yeah. But, uh. Oh, I know the weirdest thing, and it was a video. This is the one that you. I can't believe I didn't, that I forgot this. The one this is my best-selling was... video on Clips for Sale. <laughs> Okay. It's a video, yeah, so it's like the weirdest thing that someone's asked me to do, and I did it, and I made a video out of it. It's a really, really short clip. I think it's like six minutes. And um, so he sends me this thing, and he's like, I want you to be, he sends me a picture of like a giant monster, like an anime drawing. Mm -hmm. It's like a giant evil looking monster with like this monster cock and he's like fucking this little like Japanese anime girl. Like you do. And he's like I want you to make a video where you know you come in the door and then all of a sudden out of nowhere this invisible monster has like grabbed a hold of you and shoved you against the wall and the next thing you know like he pulls your pants down and he's just fucking you from behind and he's got this giant monster cock. You know this is all imaginary. Um, and then I want him to just fuck you, fuck you, and then you, you fall down onto your hands and knees, and he's fucking you again, and then, and then all of a sudden he comes, and like, as he comes, you feel his cum just like, shooting straight through your body, and then it comes out of your mouth, and you oh, spit it on the wall. No! And then you're, and then you just collapse onto the ground, just like, cum just drooling out of your mouth. And so, we made that clip, and... <laughs> So I got like almonds so like right before the cum part I got like some almond milk and like oh my god milk. and then I'm just like <laughs> I make this like big face like he's coming at me and I feel it and it's like spit <laughs> <laughs> blasted it all over the wall and then I just like fall with, like my ass in the air and my face on the floor like this and just like oh just like come like droop I mean, it was, you know, we were working with the space that we had, you know, but it's still, it's not that bad for what it was, you know, and because this can be found at c4s.com. Yeah. So because it's just forward slash monster page too. So it's kind of like one of our invisible wrestling videos, except not. But no, see, uh, uh, yeah. But just because it's, it was only like five, like somewhere between four and six minutes, and so I can, it's like the cheapest price that you can put on the clip. So I think it's like yes, like three ninety nine or four ninety something like that. Yeah. It's like the cheapest you can charge. Because you can't. It's just you. Yeah, and because it's just so short and it's just like so bizarre, and um, and so that's the clip that people fucking buy the most. Wow. All right, listeners, if you want, <laughs> want to see a giant hentai monster. But it's, uh, but it's invisible. invisible. Yeah. Uh, you gotta well, use yeah. your imagination. Yeah, you gotta, you know, hell, she can't do all of it. You know, so <laughs> use that imagination. Um, well, damn, uh, that's, that's... Yeah, that's the most odd. That's the most odd. Now, one <laughs> of the things that I've, I've keyed into with this podcast over the last six or seven, uh, or six, six episodes, actually. This is, uh, you're thinking number seven, if I'm wrong or drunk. But, um... <laughs> you drunk? <laughs> you... Not you. Drunk? No, but um, a lot of our fans, I think, have that weird feeling of like, you know, like, I'm into this, but I might be alone out there kind of thing. And, and like, I always try to mm. reinforce 
the idea because you know there's I mean not everyone listens to us from you know from major cities there's people yeah, I mean there's I kids out there in the middle of fucking nowhere who like have a taste for, for spandex or for, for zentai or for hentai or for, or for girls in diapers for girls in diapers or furries or whatever and yeah. they think that they might be alone I and know. it depresses me to know how many people feel exactly like, and so that so that's one of the things that you know um, what would you say is like one of the greatest lessons you've learned um, about life from doing what you do is there anything that's just popped out and you're like holy shit like well yeah I mean <laughs> I guess uh, the main thing for me is realizing like for me I've always just been really good at just kind of like being myself and expressing myself without wow. apologizing for it I know that and um, <laughs> and so that's just always been like who I am and how I am as a person and it wasn't until I was like in porn and then like hearing from so many other people uh, that they like can't do that, that they're just like, you are so yourself and it's so awesome and like, I wish I could be like that and I can't tell anyone about how I am or I worry about what my family will think or my coworkers mm-hmm. will think or yeah. all this stuff and I'm just like, big time. And, and, um, and so what it made me realize is that like so many people walk around like, um, hiding who they are and like being ashamed of the things that they like even things that are like harmless like oh I want to sniff your armpits or I like to suck your feet like that's so like in my world that's mild as fuck you know I'm pretty yeah. sure most of that stuff made it on like sex in the city so it's mainstream now. yeah but there are still people who feel shameful about it and a lot of times shows like that will will express it in a way where like isn't this guy weird yeah isn't you know? this guy a weirdo yeah and it's just like so what i've kind of like my my purpose when i got into the industry was just like i want to do this thing that's fun that i like to do and it's evolved to being like i re- i'm hoping to inspire other people to let go of that fear and that shame of being who they are and being proud of who they are and expressing who they are and realizing that even if they feel alone they're not fucking alone and there are tons of people out there just like them and you know hoping that they can like find that strength and and that support and um yeah even if if i can be like a little piece of that like even if i just brought a little bit of that to you know Mm. somebody's life like then that's yeah. Then I will have served the purpose of my life. <laughs> and I think that's something that, like, I mean, Jacqueline and I have gone through, uh, even separately before I met her, getting into the business, and you realize, like, man, these people are asking you to do this stuff. And, I mean, and there are some there are some things, like, I, I have this thing called the SKW email of the day. And, yeah, um, I know. I've seen and people have seen the thing. And I've gotten people who, who laugh at it, but other sometimes other people, like, just go, like, well, why would you... You know, why would you post that? And I'm like, well, I don't post the, the email or, or the whatever. But the thing is, is like, people who know what I do for a living, like, don't ask me. To, they know that they shouldn't be asking me to do this. But right. at the same time, there's some stuff that I post, not because I want to ridicule them, just because I'm really amazed that this exists, and I, I yeah. kind of want to put it out there. But um, there's a couple of guys who, like, live in the middle of fucking Podunk, nowhere. And the one guy emailed me recently, I think I showed you the email, and he was just like... I really like this female wrestling stuff, but like, how am I ever going to find somebody who's into this? How am I ever going to, you know, um, you know, fulfill this part of myself and, and, and not have to hide it from somebody? And like, I, before I tell you what I told him, I was going to, you know, propose that to you. Like, someone who's out there is like, hey, I really want to meet a woman who's into this. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, or like, or, or am I a freak for, for being into this? And mm. so if someone proposed that to, that question to Sin Sage, what would her reply be? Well, I mean, I think it, I mean, I guess it kind of depends on what the thing is that they're talking about. In this case, it was female wrestling fetish. Yeah, like mixed I wrestling, mean, stuff like that. Ah, fuck, dude. They're, it's so vanilla to me. Yeah, but. yeah, but we're, we're super lucky to like live in this time because there's a whole social media platform for finding other fetishes. And I, I don't go on it. I have a page. I haven't looked at it in probably like six years, but it's FetLife. Uh, oh, yeah, FetLife.com. Yeah. Like, just go on there and, you know, type it. You're specifically like type in your kinks and the things you like, and then you find and meet other people that like the same things you do. And then you realize, like, holy shit, I thought that I was one person out of maybe 50. And it's like, no, there are thousands of people out there that like exactly the same shit that you like. And you can meet another woman. Or the partner or person who shares your your interests and shares your you know enthusiasm for things and that's like the internet's really beautiful for that yeah and I think that like if you meet someone and well I mean I always say like be yourself right off the bat because if you're fake when you're like dating someone at first then you're gonna end up with someone who likes this like fake portrait of who you are not like who you actually are that so like true. when you're when you're you know with a partner like tell them the things you like and and you know what if they're scared off isn't that kind of a good thing because then they're gone and you're not fucking around you're not wasting, with somebody, your time, yeah, waste your time wasting with someone that's narrow-minded so i'm really glad people. when i approached jacqueline i didn't have like my fake mustache and british accent exactly otherwise you'd be fucking <laughs> carrying that shit Hello, on for years <laughs> <laughs> right trick yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, right when I met, right when I met him, I'm oh, like, so we, yeah, <laughs> we walked to my car, and I had to get something out of my trunk, and there was, like, my whips, and, like, boots, and shit in my trunk, and, yeah, yeah. and he's like, what do you, what's, what's this, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm like, lesbian porn star, that's what yeah. you, know? you should see the other guy, <laughs> like, it ain't shit, you yeah. know, and so, like, he knew right off the fucking bat who, who I was, and that I was, I was, man, I'm not gonna be fake. Yeah, I, yeah, life is, <laughs> life is way too short for that shit. It right? is, and that's like, the thing. Is like so many people waste so much fucking time trying to put on a, a show for all these people in their lives. It's just like, if you shit. or yourself, you have like so much higher quality of friends and a friendship, you know? And I feel like that's a lot too for like LGBTQ um, community. And it's I know a lot of people like suffer because their family or someone would be like, I can't accept you for who you are. I can't accept this. And yeah. I don't want to see you anymore. I don't want to talk to you anymore. Whatever it is. And it's just like, that's that hurts. You have to mourn for that. You have to grieve that loss. But you have to ultimately accept that loss because it's like, my whole thing is if someone's love for you is conditional, is based on the fact that you're living the life they want you to live, then that's not real love. That's not fucking real love. And, you know, the sooner you can cut those people out of your life... The sooner you can find a real family that loves you for who you are and lets you be you, and yeah. that—that's then you're living life. You're not see now wasting yeah. your time. Now we're hitting the G spot of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is where it gets good, y'all. So yeah, that's with fetish. That's with mm, belief systems. That's with LGBTQ. It's, it's with all those things. You know, just. Be you, man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, just a byproduct of what you mentioned, uh, FetLife, 
the one thing that I think is great about FetLife, and I, I signed up for FetLife mm. because Jacqueline was on it. I was like, oh, I'll give it a shot. There's model and producer stuff. Model and producer stuff, but like for the most part, it's lifestyle and players yeah. and stuff like that. Like people just like to, like to play. Um, uh, once they saw that I was engaged to Jacqueline Velvet, I didn't get a single goddamn request. They were just like, <laughs> fuck you, dude. And I'm like, all right, fair enough. But... <laughs> But I did some searches on like on fetishes. I was like, okay, let's see what's out there in wrestling, what's out there in knockouts, what's out there in chloroform. There's so many sub fetishes. That's the one I thing know. that I did not understand. Because oh, yeah. you know, like wrestling, we we you know, you type in wrestling, pro wrestling, like it comes out like there's wrestling and then there's carnal wrestling and then there's like the, and like I didn't know what that was until we went to Frolicon a couple of years ago where mm -hmm. I saw a giant mat room or like a, a mat section in the playroom, and these people were just like in their boxers. Girls were just wearing panties and topless, and they were just like fucking like approaching each other like animals and like mm. sniffing each other like you know like really being very carnal and like primal and i think it was was it called primal wrestling or carnal was yes, it primal. Primal. and they would just oh yeah and these <laughs> big mats and they would just fucking roll around and grapple and it wasn't about who won were they like biting and yes like a little bit of like the, the nipping yeah. and stuff it was like two two cats or something <laughs> like that <laughs> i was sitting there going like this is a whole side of what i do yeah. That I've never seen before. Yeah. Which was like this carnal kind of like, I don't know, like a very intimate mm -hmm. thing. Animalistic. Animalistic. Passionate. Yes, mm -hmm. passionate. And I remember seeing it and I was just saying, I don't know if I'm into that personally, but there's something about it that was very appealing in that mm -hmm. there's a lot of trust, there's a lot of body contact, and I thought it was really cute and sexy and awesome. And I was just like, I have no... And here I, I'm supposed to be like the guy who's like, yeah, I'm wrestling, dude. No, here's this going on right in front of me that I've never even knew was yeah, a thing. Was yeah. the primal aspect of it. So like, I love. So so for you guys out there who have a problem with connecting, if you have an internet connection, I mean, fucking go to the library. I don't care. Cover your, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> wear a burqa. Go to the library. <laughs> Or just the, be fucking you. Yeah, or just fucking walk <laughs> in there around. wearing like speedos and just like, get on that booth and just be like, I'm looking up this shit. Um, because there's a lot of people out there like you. And like, oh, you yeah. know, it, it's... Um, well, Jacqueline has been very quiet, so I'm going to ask her. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm going to be the, 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 I don't know, I guess the Debbie Downer of this and like just say that in my experience I have encountered many like uh you know whether they're like fans clients producers what have you like um you know they have to lead this double life and it's very unfortunate because a lot of them yeah. they have this they have this one thing and they lead a very normal life married kids you know like corporate jobs you know like they're really like got their shit together or so they think and then they have this one little thing on the side that they could never you know bring out in public or maybe they've tried and like you know their significant other isn't into it and so that's where like people like us come in yeah. where we give them that little insight to you know offering like you know an escape their, their, their escapes and their fantasies escape. and all that and I mean, I've seen it happen so, so many times, and I wish I could just be like, yeah, man, just be yourself. Just, you know, quit your job, divorce your wife, just do what you want to do. Well, and like, But just, there's so many other circumstances, you know? There's like, there's just society and, and religion and family and all this stuff that just 
gets in the way, and it's it's sad. Know, it it's a little sad, <laughs> but it makes me happy that there are, you know, people Hopefully. like us that are still giving them this other, you know, section of life that they can fulfill. Yeah. And well, feel for some so... people, that's all. That's all they need. Mm-hmm. You know, they just need a little getaway, a little escape, a little fantasy fulfillment, and then they're fine with their life. They're not stuck in something that's miserable to them. Yeah. And, like, what what I'm talking about is more people who feel stuck being miserable and being unable to express that, and that makes their life a struggle. Whereas for other people, it's just like, oh, here's this thing I like, and, like, yes, I'm going to go watch it. And I'm like, but I don't feel like I'm hiding or having a secret or, like, yeah. Stuffing down or shutting off like this important part of myself, you know, mm-hmm. and so um, Yeah, like for those people and it works it works for them and that's awesome I, Yeah, uh, but there's still a turmoil that you know I, I, I hear from from all of them just like oh, I wish I could be doing what you do I wish I could be so open yeah. with Like who I am and like just about the fetish and be like surrounded by people that mm-hmm. accept you know you for who you are and like they're no. very envious of that and like I mean I I can't I can't fault them for that because it's like you know I'm I'm being who I am I'm surrounding myself with people that I want to be surrounded by and I'm doing what I I love for a living but I, I feel like everyone could at least I feel like everyone could do that but they're just a like a lot of people who, who do struggle with it, who are not yeah. in a place where they're happy, mm-hmm. yeah. it's because they're afraid. They're yep. afraid of trying to change. They're afraid that... Well, they've, they've dug themselves in deep. Yeah, and it's like... But every I'm married, single, I have kids. Yeah, but if you're not happy, you need to find a way to be happy and, or else you're wasting Dude, the it seems, time that you it have. It seems so simple like it when we talk about it. I understand it's not simple. I mean, I've been stuck in shitty situations before too where the answers were obvious and I still didn't <laughs> see them, you know? If I'm correct, didn't Ian McKellen come out like, what, five years ago? It was longer than that, but Six, seven, yeah, but he was like in his in his seventies. Yeah, I mean, wow. that, and that's the like, that's, that's the only thing that I say is that like to me, every single day, every morning is like an opportunity for you to to change your life or to, to change what you you're are, doing yeah. or, yeah, and it's it's just that it's scary, um, but if you're living every day miserable and, and ashamed or whatever, that there's a problem there, and mm-hmm. like. You only have so many fucking days of life on yeah. this planet and in this world. And I was like, gonna get to that. Yeah. Don't you want as many of them to be joyful and and happy as possible? And like, it's in your power to change that every every day. And I, I and fucking know it's not easy, but it's like it's a, it's something that I I would like to encourage everyone to strive for at least. And you know what? I'm gonna get. I mean, I'll get some shit for this, but like, seriously, guys, like, one of the, if the constraint that is holding you back is religion, cut that shit the fuck off. Like, seriously, That's like, as far I mean, we don't know what happens after we die. Like, I, I don't know. I, I will never presume to know. I'm assuming everything oh, just stops. Oh, you're stuck. gonna get a lot of hate mail. No, I'm assuming everything. I'm, my my thought is like, when you die, you're gone. That's it. It stops. It's the same as a, a couple of days before you were born. You just weren't there. But if, if there's another adventure to be had, that's fine. But if you really are taking this ex- this experience that you're having right now, and you're belittling it because you're afraid of what's going to happen after you leave, you die. it's so stupid. <laughs> it's so stupid. So just be who you are. Fucking reach out, grab the people that are like you, and pull them close to you, and enjoy the ride. 
and you're good. It's gonna fucking end. Sometime. It'll end one day, but like, fuck, when you're laying there and you're about to, you know, gasp your last breath, and you're gonna be like, there is nothing that I've done in my life that I do not, you know, that I, that I regret at all. You know, that's that's how I want to go. I well, mean, whether it's I'm like it, 99 years old or get shot by somebody. <laughs> Like, I don't care. I'll be like, oh, man, it sucks. I shouldn't have been a Circle K at 3 a.m., but, but I, I had a really good time for, while I was here. I know for a lot of people that are very religious, they believe that what they do on Earth, like, should be a certain way, should oh, be man. should be pure, like, just so they can either, like, get into heaven. And then do or, all the shit, all the sick shit like, they were thinking about doing. <laughs> I, am, I am not religious in the And I mean sick as in their own minds. I'm not religious in the least bit. Like, I I don't knock anybody that is. Like, believe what you want to believe. Yes, please do. That will get you through the day and, like, yeah. you know, have whatever it may be. Like, believe in your cat. Like, if that's what makes you, like, happy. I believe just, in my fucking cat. <laughs> just, just, you know, to have that, she like... Oh, she's on the couch. Okay. I, I already praised her and told her how. Mm -hmm. The only problem <laughs> that I have is, like, I'm, I'm happy and would love for everyone to believe whatever the fuck they want to believe and whatever gets them through the day. But. And that's fine. The second you start trying to make other people live their lives based on your oh, beliefs. Yeah. yeah. Fuck no, you. Yeah. It, it, fuck you. When that's there. <laughs> that's there. And I mean, I, I think also that, like, when your religion is oppressing who you are as a person... I mean, to me, that's just a tragedy because mm -hmm. you're going to be suffering every day. You're going to be wondering, why do I think this way? I'm trying not to like girls, you know, my the Bible says it's bad or whatever. My pastor said, I'll go to hell and stuff. It's just like, but you know that you do. But what do you you're think, what do you think, what do you think is going to happen in heaven? You're like, okay, in heaven, I get to have everything that I want. Finally, then I get to be with Now I get to be with a girl, of a girl, or now I get to sniff feet, or now I get to, you know, watch girls farting on cakes forever and ever and ever, like, you know, like. Farting on cakes. So even then, your present constrictions tie into your hopes of the afterlife, so why just cut out the fucking middleman and just yeah. do it now because this is what we know. And then what happens afterwards, yeah. if there is anything, then that'll be a bonus. I was thinking about, like, yeah. I, I'm thinking of, like, I, I have a whole thing about death where I, I'll talk about it way later. But, like, I'm like, hey, if anything happens after death, it's a bonus. It's like, holy yeah. shit, I didn't think anything was going to happen. Now I'm here. <laughs> oh, well, there's pitchforks and there's fire and there's a guy with horns. I'm like, awesome. You know, let's, let's, <laughs> let's, do, something, let's do something new. Yeah. Oh, or there's, there's clouds and there's a guy, a lot of guys with beards that you couldn't even grow. You yeah, were fucking. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's a lot of dudes with beards. But, uh, but yeah, so. Or maybe we'll just be reincarnated into cats. Or a, a wrestling <laughs> mat. Yes. <laughs> or a woman's thong. Yeah. Well, depending on the woman yeah. or the man. Um, well, it could be shiny and purple, so somebody likes in sage water. There you go. <laughs> Please let me be reincarnated since <laughs> We will experience all of that. Oh, man. Um, so, um, god damn. Uh, okay, so we're getting near the, the two hour point, which we're getting. When we get there, we can start winding it down. But I st still have we have a Dude, lot questions. of a lot of fucking questions. Okay, so, Yay, so some of these are random, mm -hmm. and I think random is fun, especially when you've had this much wine. Um, okay, so Sin Sage's favorite bands, favorite movie. I really like to know this because I think it gives insight to the person themselves. Okay, um, favorite bands. It's, it's always tough because I like a lot of music. Mm -hmm. 
Um, Mars Volta, Bright Woo! Eyes, Tool, Nine Inch Nails, um, mm-hmm. Modest Mouse, uh, blah. Mm, stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> so that's your jam. Uh, right that's, there. that's hard. That's, what's, your favorite, like my fucking... what's your favorite song right now? Like shit that you like fucking get in the car and you're like, I want to play this song right now. Like, I, wanna... I listen to a lot of podcasts. Oh. So this is, this is your jam right now. This, you're yeah. going to be playing this later. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is very yes. cool for me. This will be very meta. Yeah, it's totally like, meta. Play that part where I talk about the, the podcast that yeah. I like, and then I say that I like the podcast. But my favorite um, movie is Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. My second favorite movie is um, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. That's oh. mine! <laughs> oh, God! We've had oh a breakthrough, God. ladies and gentlemen. We've had a breakthrough. <laughs> fucking amazing. We're going to take a bedroom break. We'll be right back. <laughs> so and I have this problem. Whenever I watch this movie, and, I still can't and get her to maybe watch it. you have the same problem, but it moves me so much. I get so emotional from yeah. it that the entire time I'm watching it, I'm crying. And it's not just like, you know, crying like I'm sad or like just tears of joy or whatever. Even the like, FBI I'm warning so is emotional. I'm like, so- sobbing, yeah. Like just on all levels so of you like... You download a car. She starts crying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate when that happens. Yeah. No, but I totally understand what you mean because, I mean, for me anyways, like the first time I saw that movie, I was in the middle of a really, really horrible relationship situation. Oh, good time to watch it. And, uh, yeah, because, but the so whole point of it was like, <laughs> this is what I got out of it. <laughs> in the end, like, if you knew that it was going to happen exactly the way that it happened and you had the chance to do it again or not do it again, like, would you make the choice to not do it again? Because then you'd be missing out on some. Like something important that happened to you in your life, and yeah. and I and that was also when I started looking at things as like even whether you, your life is always super joyful or whether you have these like really tragic, horribly sad moments in your life, like that's what makes your life rich. That's what gives your life meaning. It's like you shouldn't just always try to avoid like you can't the have pain. The, yeah, you can't have the ups. You need it. Down. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and so I was just like, uh, so for me that. That whole thing is just, you know, would I erase? Like, and you always think of regrets. Like, oh, why did I do this or think that way at that time? Or I, or even saying like, I wish I would have done this differently. It's like, but, but do you, you wouldn't. You wouldn't have because you wouldn't yeah. have known if you didn't go through it. Exactly. You would have to go through those experiences. Yeah, and they make you who you are. Yeah, and it's so like tragically that, beautiful to think about. Like, I know erasing your memory. It is. And that last line in the movie where she's like, but I'm going to do this and I'm going to fight with you and you're going to hate me. And he's like, yeah. okay. Yeah. Like, all right. Okay. Let's fine. do it. Let's, let's do it. <laughs> it's like, let's just, let's go through all of this. Yeah. I'm um, like, oh God. Yeah. I, that's so beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, a really amazing movie. And the director of the movie. Michelle Gondre. And he makes don't one of my even, best Don't uh, even. Really? Really? Both of <laughs> you guys are going to fucking <laughs> jump on that shit? Uh, amazing. Oh, no, that's, like, Jackie's go-to, yeah. like, when... He's, he's uh, incredible. Oh, the other movie he made, The Science of Sleep, it's like... So, I mean, I think he's made a few at this point, but The Science of Sleep... That one's really good, too. Awesome. Uh, that one reminds me, like, of, uh... Like, it, it just I reminds fin- me of, like, a reflection of him. One. Yeah, I need yeah. to finish watching that. Oh, it's so Because so I watched it when <laughs> I when we were falling asleep, strangely enough. Yeah, and it's also some of it is, like, a 
subtitles, so you have to really like, you gotta pay attention. <laughs> and no, I, I really enjoy that guy, uh, Michelle Gondry, yeah, because exactly. um, he reminds me a bit of not me. I will never compare myself to him, but like he's all about the rhythm. Oh, because yeah. like he doesn't really know like when he like a lot of the music videos he didn't really know English. Uh, so like when he was doing like uh, that like uh, the Daft Punk stuff he was just based mm -hmm. on the music it's so like I'm gonna oh, build yeah, each the, layer of music yeah. is a different like thing when happening. you watch he does like, in, like three of his music videos on that mm -hmm. it's like around like around like where, oh, yeah that I, one I, I like, have that downstairs it's one of my all time yeah, favorites yeah she has a box I've watched it like that's seven the times yeah, that's the shit, yeah. <laughs> so good so like uh, around the world I never get tired of it yeah yeah so all the Bjork videos he's done oh my god so good. So I feel so good. bad now. I'm just like my favorite movie is Evil Dead Two. Um, and, uh, oh, duh. I love horror movies. <laughs> yes, I love horror movies. I know. I felt so bad. I was like, you guys are all into Michelle Gondry. No, I Evil love, Dead Two like, was amazing. Gross. I got to show Jacqueline Evil Dead Two for the first time. I was very proud. Oh, because that's like my favorite. Well, movie. Well, um, our like bachelor party thing we did in Vegas. Mm -hmm. We went to the live of the Evil. It's, oh, the live Evil, Evil Dead, Dead Live. Show. Yeah. yeah. And so it's a stage performance, and they shoot blood all over you, and it's hilarious, and there's mm -hmm. music, and it's it's really funny, and it's a good time. Um, and so, I don't know, when we got home from that, I was like, dude, I really want to watch Evil Dead. <laughs> like, yeah. Let's watch that movie. Dude, of course, yeah. it has to be the second one, because the first one's kind of like, wow. Um, so we watched the second one, and I'm like, this is awesome. It's like even funnier than I remember. And we, we watched shortly thereafter Army of Darkness, and I was like, you know... It's all right, but Evil Dead Two is like funny and mm -hmm. wacky. It's so mm -hmm. fucking wacky. I do that scene when all the things in the room are laughing at him yeah. and Bruce Campbell <laughs> is hamming it up. And it's like, oh my god, perfect. Uh, no, that that shit. I can't even tell you. Like, there's that's wow. Yeah, that's um, good. Yeah, that's one of my favorite. Uh, <laughs> Uh, for, uh, that is my favorite movie of all time. I think uh, we have a frame poster downstairs. But like, okay, so music wise. Movie wise, let's see what else we got here. Um, we got some really silly shit. I like silly shit. <laughs> it's like, what's your favorite color and why? Uh, I can answer that. I mean, I'm not saying you got whoever wrote that. You're not silly, but if you uh, don't know Sage. I just make it very obvious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Since Sage, I, can I can I guess? Yeah. Purple. Mm -hmm. Purple. Yeah. It's purple. Shiny purple. All, all forms of purple. Yeah, we just bought some, some bathing suits for her, and she was like, purple. Like, it's just such a, like, a beautiful, deep, like rich, velvety color. Velvety. What is... Are you a big book reader? If so, what's the best book you've read in the last two years? Or like ever. Books. <laughs> Not big ones. <laughs> Um, no, now, no Bibles for you. Like when I was younger, uh, I used to read like crazy, um, and then know, fucking cell phones came out and the internet. And okay, so let's rephrase. <laughs> let's rephrase. Uh, so, so what would you say is the book that has had? And I don't want to rephrase this guy's question. Actually, I'm doing it, but you know, sorry. Uh, the book that well, you've read that that, really that, that impacted you. Yeah. yeah. So, like, uh, so I'd say my my two favorite books would be. Slaughterhouse Five from Kurt Vonnegut mm -hmm. and um, Another Roadside Attraction by Tom Robbins. That one I have not read. It's, it's really, really fucking good. Cool. It's more just like the way that he writes is so clever and funny. And He's the guy who did even Cowgirls really Got the Blues insightful. and all that. Yeah, and yeah. I see, love that book. Like I don't read very much, so mm -hmm. I've been reading that book, even Cowgirls Get the Blues, for yeah. the past like 
four years. <laughs> just slowly like, getting it's, through it's it. It's in the car right now. It's like, good. It's a good book. <laughs> and just reading it is so enjoyable. Like just you know, and I'll sit there and read His a page, prose, and like yeah. I'm seeing the story go along, but it's just like the things that he says. Mm-hmm. Like how does he think That's of this shit? That's why I like I like Chuck Palahniuk a lot. I'm not sure if I pronounced that correctly, but like Palahniuk. Palahniuk, but his his framing of words is amazing. Yeah, and um and Slaughterhouse Five is just like genius. Like well, Kurt Vonnegut's my favorite author, probably besides Tom Robinson. Uh, the same the same reason. Like so, he'll craft a sentence and it's mm-hmm. just so perfect, and then it'll make you laugh and it'll make you be like so touched. Like that is so sad, but like. Not in a way that I'm going to cry. Just, mm. it's brilliant. It's brilliantly sad, and um, so yeah, that's why I got that tattoo. So it goes. It's from the book Slaughterhouse Five. Oh, nice. And I think it's just really like a way of accepting, um, you know, what comes at you. It's just how it is. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, you, I mean, I, I think about that a lot. I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I eventually I'm going to do a solo podcast, which is the literally the equivalent of a solo film, mm-hmm. just me jerking off. <laughs> it's just me like, yeah. hey, this is how I was born. This is how I'm living. This is how I think I'm going to die. <laughs> and but so I'm not going to go into that. But like, I will. I have thought about that a lot. But like, you yeah. know, like you know, whatever life throws at you, you make it into what you will. And the fact yeah. that we've made this into what we have. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's refreshing to look back on that and go like you know like even if I drop dead tomorrow whatever um, you know hemorrhage or a truck hitting me like I mm-hmm. can still say like I had a really good time while I was here and I, yeah. I, I made it into who I wanted to be so that's that's, yep. that's awesome and it reflects in what you read and what you watch mm-hmm. um, now someone has said wait do you like Game of Thrones <laughs> really do yeah. you like no I mean this is good this is yeah, good yeah. this is really good uh, sorry, it, no, it, was, it was misspelled, sorry. It was like Game of T-H and then Onis. Um, Game of Thrones. Okay, so which house Which house would you belong to in Game of Thrones if you lived in Game of Thrones? I think that's what he's trying to say. And why? Because <laughs> I, I, I think everyone that's listening, I, most of you guys have watched the show. And if not, then, you know, just fast forward. That's a, that's a hard question. Right? I just thought about it. That's a tough question. Mar- I just saw Mary look over here, like, thinking about it. I, I, I used to always say, uh, Targaryen. Mm-hmm. I think that's just because I really like, um, you know, Daenerys. Well, who doesn't? <laughs> She's a good girl. She's so powerful. She loves her mom. Bold and strong. She loves Jesus. <laughs> And America too. <laughs> I think I think <laughs> in reality it would probably be the Starks. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh man, you're like the person who likes the Mets. Like I hope they win, but they're probably not going to. Yeah. <laughs> you root for the it's underdog. It's not a choice I made. It's like who? Which one would I be in? Yeah, which one would you be in? Yeah, that's, well, probably, now why, why that's would, probably the one I'd be in. So why would that be the case? I don't know, because everyone dies. Because <laughs> 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 they're, they're all, like, that's what they they're all, like, kind and good, and they try to do the right thing, and then they get killed for it. Fucking die, man. I don't know, I think Arya <laughs> has a fighting chance. That's Just, true. She's getting pretty badass. So Jacqueline, which house would you belong to in Game of Thrones? Uh, I'd probably do Targaryen. 
because of the the mother of dragons maybe <laughs> um or even like uh what is it the tyrell the Oh, oh yeah. how's Tyrell? There's so Marjorie Tyrell, the, the Marjorie and like her badass shit mother. Yeah, they're kind of cool. <laughs> I'd be a Dothraki, actually. <laughs> well, uh, they're all. I mean, no. I mean, spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> there's yeah, they're all kind of gone now, or at least the uh, yeah. the the main the main dude. Things have just been changed. Yeah, things have been changed, but now now the Dothraki are being led by a woman, which is bad as shit. Um, Spoiler alert! That's what I just said. <laughs> Fast forward, pause, hold the door, <laughs> band meeting. Um, <laughs> um, on the first day of ruling the world since Sage, what would you do? Um, now we're getting into like, yeah, still Game of Thrones ish, sort of. Ruling the world. Yeah, so someone just gave you a fucking thing and said, like, hey, you now rule the world. Anything you say will happen. What would you do first? Anything I say will happen. Yeah, your first command. I would be like, can everyone please just be nice to each other? <laughs> can you I just, think like, be... treat everyone else the way that you would want to be treated? That's good. It'd solve a lot of problems, that's for sure. I mean, if I said it and it has to be done, then it's, it's done. <laughs> so now everyone is nice to each other. Uh, why are um, you so amazing? Okay, that, uh, we, we already know that one. Uh, would you rather be stuck in traffic for two hours or have Chipotle run out of guacamole forever? Really? Wait, what? Who wrote these questions? Well, these are random questions no, no, people sent to my email. Ask it, ask it. Would you rather be stuck in traffic for two hours or have Chipotle run out of guacamole forever? I don't even... Oh, chip- um, I would... I would rather have, I guess, two hours isn't a long time, but I don't really <laughs> care about the guacamole at Chipotle. So. See, that's what I was going to say. I guess it makes no sense. Um, all right, whoever wrote that, you guys. You make your own guacamole. Yeah, I love you, but yeah. no. Um, when's the last time? Hold on, let me scroll down a bit. Okay. These are, what do you love? Some of these are rarely like, like uh, worshipy. Like, what do you love about yourself the most? Um, come on, Sage. What do you love about yourself the most? <laughs> I'm just so incredibly awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I can feel it. I can now, feel the awesomeness. Uh, addendum to that one. What what don't you like so much? And he actually wrote so as in capital letters. So much. So much. I think he meant to say what don't you like so much. Like, is there, yeah, I, 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 you don't have to answer what that. What don't you like? So what don't you like so much? Yeah. So what so is the least? I don't like how often I have to pee. <laughs> well, like, like really now. Like whereas it. other fans are like, yeah, keep it coming. Hold on, <laughs> we, we can film it. Exactly, <laughs> don't, right? Don't kiss your money away. All right, let me yeah, scroll right. down. Let me get past the emails. I'm gonna go to the Facebook messages here because uh, these are fun. These are actually really, really. Oh, I'm not gonna say stupid. They're, you guys are awesome. Um, keep not keep asking the questions. Um, and Sid has left the building. Are you actually doing the thing that you just talked about? That is so meta. It's like, I hate that I have to pee so much and I'm gone. Hey, so, uh. Really? You're both gonna go pee right now? I have to pee too, I'm sorry. Mary Meow, come onto the stage. I don't 
don't think I could fill these shoes. No, come on, just sit here for a second. Oh, look, she's back. Oh, she and she's back. Turbo I think Drake was about to come in and just be like, I was gonna make a guest appearance. I'm Sensei. Yeah, we could talk about that. No, 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 I was gonna say, because he was gonna be, I thought he was gonna come in and like, like step in for you. No, no, I'm saying. My name is Sensei. Yes. <laughs> Nine figures made. Jesus Christ, man. He has the best voice. Um, so what is... God damn it, I just lost it. Uh, when is the last time you laughed so hard that you cried? And why? Last time that, that you laughed, laughed so hard so that hard. you cried. Yeah. I cried. You can change that. You can make it like, what's the last time that you laughed, like, just fucking really hard? Oh, God. Um, and I why? Don't know. Maybe it was the last time that we watched Get Him to the Greek. Really? Oh, shit. Okay. That wasn't, yeah, that wasn't too long ago. Holy fuck. No. It was really, really fun. Um, and I laugh so hard because it's hilarious. It's a, yeah. So if you guys haven't seen that movie, get into the Greek. It's um, probably my favorite funny movie. Really? Okay, yeah. you're like taking yeah. That's a that's a massive step. Um, okay, so we've got to most of you guys' questions. Uh, there's a few other here that I'm trying to scroll through, and uh, unfortunately, we're not going to get to everybody. Um, but you guys have been really really good about sending good questions in. Um, but I'll start summing it up because, like, really, um, I think we've hit all the major notes that I wanted to hit. But one of the great things about this podcast, and, and you know, right now, it, we've got so many emails from you guys, like, telling us that you appreciate the fact that we're even doing it because no one's addressing a lot of these subgenres and, and, you know, uh, categories that, you know, people don't really know about. And we're not doing it to ridicule. We're not doing it because, you know, we all have our kinks. Everyone has their fucking kinks. I don't care. He, the guy who tells you that he likes missionary and that's all he likes, he's full of shit. That's the guy who has like, a collection of baby shoes in his fucking basement. Like, that's, you know, like the more closed off you are, that's like. Pressing think, yourself. Yeah. You get sicker and sicker. <laughs> I, just, I just realized I just implied that everybody who. <laughs> they're not all my child molesters. <laughs> but what I'm trying to illustrate by that is that you, you know, you hold yourself back enough, you start. Yeah. It's unhealthy. It's unhealthy. And like, uh, I, uh, one of the things I really appreciate about Sin Sage is, um, oh, Jacqueline's back. Um, sort of. Uh, one of the things I really appreciate about you is that you really do accept people for who they are. Like, you know, there's people who say they do, but, you know, they don't really. It's all, yeah, yeah, people are like, yeah, whatever they want to be. But then, like, they'll meet somebody and be like, that guy was a fucking weirdo. And, like, you'll yeah. get that. Yeah. And you're like, well, well, you just said that, you know, you're totally open to, to everything. Is there is there something, like, uh, to close this off? Like, you know, you deal with a lot of people. You deal with a lot of producers. You deal with a lot of uh, models. Uh, is there any sort of, like, big hypocrisy that just drives you fucking crazy where you're like, you know, someone's like, oh, like I, I, I accept this person for who they are, but then, besides religion, because I think we've already hit Yeah, because I was going to say, that's yeah, the worst one. hypocrisy is all the people who tell, say, oh, gay people are going to hell, or if you have sex, you're going to hell, and then they're cheating on their wives, and they're, or they're, they're the politicians who are, like, legislating anti-gay or anti... Fuck, 
and whatever. Abortion. I say abortion, and they, they force their girlfriends to get abortions, or they're banging dudes on the side, or they're having affairs left and right. And that's the yeah. big, that's the biggest. That's the biggest one. And that's and then the American public is just like, oh, yeah, that's just how it is. That's what fuck that kills me. It kills me because people will actually come to me and just say like, well, how could you call yourself this and that when when you're promoting this and that? And I'm just like, dude, like. What I'm shooting, what I'm doing, because we do get people who like, you know, are, are purists or, or whatever, or like religious, and they, they just like, you know, anything that's not uh, sex to procreate is evil. Oh, yeah. That bullshit. But when it comes down to it, like you're one of the few people that I've met, and uh, no, actually not few. Actually, I'm very lucky. I've luck. I'm very lucky to know people who are very much like you, yeah. present company included, yeah. who will accept you for who you are. And if you, I mean, if someone like, you know, guys, if you're at AVN Awards or if you just, you know, I'm sure if you happen to bump into Sensei on the street, as long as you're not being too intrusive mm -hmm. and you tell them all about, or you tell her all about yourself, she will tell you, you're cool, you're good, you know, like you're not going to walk away and go, ew, you know. Yeah. Ew. will never be like, yeah. Yeah. And there's some girls that I've met, like, I mean, there, there is, a, and I think that'd be a, a good closing question, or not even a, a topic, but like, a lot of models in the business, and producers too, seem to have an open disdain for the people they're producing for. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so yeah. I was going to ask you what you felt about that, because I'm sure you've worked with models where you're like, okay, why are you doing this? Like, why? <laughs> yeah. If you're going to talk shit about the people oh, that yeah. you're producing to. I mean, I'm sure I, Steven Spielberg doesn't go like, man... Schindler's List, all these Jew lovers, huh? Yeah. No. I mean, I, I, I mean, I worked. Uh, I did a scene one time with this girl, and it was so ridiculous to me. I, I don't even understand where the fuck she was at because she was at the beginning. She was interrogating me, like asking me, like, "So do you really like girls? Well, do you think you're bi? Like, you know, or, or are you lesbian or what? What is it? Like, tell me, you know." Mm -hmm. And I'm like, "Okay, obviously you don't know who I am. Obviously yeah, not. I really like girls." Yes, I am, you know, queer, bi, whatever you want to fucking call me. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah. And so then she's like, okay, good. Because I, I don't... No, you know what she said? <laughs> you know what she said to me? I like came back to you. She was like, so are you gay for pay? And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> like, that's a, it's a really insulting thing to ask me. Um, but like you could at least Wikipedia me before yeah, you fucking work with yeah. me. Yeah, and she's and she's just like, okay, good because it's really sex to work with someone who's gay for pay, you know. And I'm like, okay. Oh, so, so you weren't sure like, where she was coming from, yeah? No, and so then like halfway through the scene, like I'm not feeling too much coming from her, and then and then there was a moment where they had to cut for some reason camera wise, and she goes, "How much more time do you need?" And then and then when the scene ended. She's like, she's like, uh, yeah, I really consider myself more asexual than anything else. Like she lays eggs? How does that work? Asexual. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm so bad at those terms. Like, doesn't she just, enjoy sex. Like, doesn't uh, like get if she, anything if she wants to have a baby, all. she'll just, like, fucking split off it like an amoeba. Right. <laughs> 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 it's actually it's actually a term it's actually a group of people in this room. I know I'm fucking I'm totally fucking around. I'm sorry but um, she said that and then she's like and I was like what why do you do this then <laughs> you know like you're, you're, you're saying that you 
you're judging me left and right, and yeah. then you're saying that you do porn, but you're asexual, you're without sexuality, and, like, to me, that, I was just like, what the fuck are you doing here? Like, it's people like you in this business, they're, like, fucking it up for people like me, yeah. <laughs> And, um, so, yeah, that's just, like, an example of somebody who's, you know, like, just does it for the money. For I mean, the literally money. just does it for the money. Yeah. And, um, that is that is a problem. Um, uh, it's like a thing that you can't. I guess you can't be just like, oh fuck you, you know, just like oh, I can do this, so I will. But it just it waters it down for everyone, you know. And it's well, there's fun I mean, to work with someone like there's that. there's the whole like uh, Joe Rogan bit where he was. Ta- I, I remember he was talking about like you know the stripper that sits on his lap and he mm-hmm. says like you know I don't understand why you guys even like this like. It, like, what kind of asshole would walk in here and want to see me dance like my thong? It's mm-hmm. like, you're doing this, but you're you're now attacking the people that want to see you doing this. Yeah. And so you... The fucking the, shit is that? There's a weird... Yeah, there's a weird <laughs> fucking um, balance there where you're like, if this, if this disgusts you this much, then why are you doing then it? Then don't do it. And it's, it's, it's almost like a morality thing. And I've encountered, like, luckily for Jacqueline and I, we've only encountered, like, maybe out of every 30... 40 models that we work with, like maybe one will have that sort of attitude of like disdain towards the fans. And I'm like, why are you doing this? You know, like, because they, they don't get it. And they're like, why would somebody want to see me do this? Right? Is that what you're talking about? It was, it was the, no, it was not, why would anybody want to see me do this? But like, the people that are paying to see this are freaks. Quote, oh, oh, well, then get the fuck out of the business. That's yeah, what, yeah. That's, that's you. <laughs> yeah. But also what, what also what Sin people. said, too, where the girls are just like, you know, well, I'm doing lesbian porn, but I don't really feel it. So, I mean, and I understand that. There's actors that do things they don't want to do because in the interest of acting, because it's their craft or whatever, but I don't know if that mm. extends that far. Yeah, it's a little bit different. Yeah. Because you're mixing literal sex with your craft which exactly. is not the same thing as you know playing a part in a movie yeah when you um, see someone like a, you know an actor you know Sandra Bullock has a sex scene you know that it's like yeah that's different she's wearing a thing and there's no yeah. real sex and it's all like kind of implied there's 16 people in the room like it's, it's probably you know, more <laughs> yeah there's like 35 people in yeah. the room they're trying to like get this to, to happen and make it look real but in this case it's actually supposed to happen it's like for- two people really fucking you know and, and for, so you yeah. can fake as much as you want, but it's like the other person's going to feel that. And I mean, even just like faking the energy, faking your desire, faking like your, even just your um, happiness to be there. You yeah. Know? And some people won't even fucking go that far. Yeah. They're just like, let's do this thing and I'm going to get paid, you know? And I, I remember that sucks. It sucks to work with people like that. It <laughs> sucks. And just to juxtapose that, so I read an interview with a, a, an actor, what the fuck is his name? William Hurt, I think his name, William Hurt. Mm-hmm. And it was like a couple of years old, and he was just, like, just really like, I don't like fans, or, you know, like, fucking, I don't understand. People walking up to me in the middle of the street, like, fuck those people, and I'm just like... Fuck you, dude. Like, yeah. you know, it wasn't like you got into acting, like, in the 20s. You were Rudolph Valentino. You had no idea that people were going to fucking go crazy for you. That, right. That's understandable. Right. But now, if you go into, if you go for acting, you go into drama, you go into yeah. stages, stage plays. And you're you know, actively trying to become to, a famous You're movie trying star. to become a, a film actor. You know what's going to happen. If yeah. you don't know, you're fucking stupid. Yeah. Like, oh... I didn't know that I was going to lose my privacy. Yeah, you did. Uh, You've seen everybody else lose it in the last yeah. 50 years. And so, 
you know, you get that, and, and it's, it's like this complete lack of like gratitude for the fact that if it weren't for these people, you would be no one. You yeah. would be fucking no one. Mm-hmm. And, and I've, so, I've like seen for that. me, like anytime I I've ever been recognized, I'm just like my heart explodes with joy. I'm like, oh my god, this is so great. I was there. We went, <laughs> we took you to a little five points here in Georgia, yeah. And you were buying something from a, like a little glass case, and the lady that was uh, helping you out recognized you, right? Yeah. And yeah. she said, like, oh, my God, I love your work or something like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And you came. I was came like, and... what do you mean? <laughs> and she's like, you're Sage, right? And I was like, oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually really cool. This happened again recently. Um, we were in Austin, and mm-hmm. we were watching this show. It's called, like, Master Pancake or something. Mm-hmm. So you watch, like, this old show. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's weird. Um, it's like a stage show, and... Uh, what it is they show a movie and it's like a stupid movie and then they make jokes over it the whole time like live and so we were like in the front row and the people making the jokes are right there like next to us and um TK yeah it's like riff tracks kind of yep yep like all that so it was really funny it was really entertaining it was fun and then, um, and then I, you know, I get up to go pee like three or four times. And I can do. So, <laughs> and then, like when the show <laughs> ended, I'm walking up the thing, and there's uh, these two girls standing there, and they're like, "Sensation!" Like, oh my god! Like outside the, the theater? Inside the theater. Oh, inside. The like theater. they saw me walking up and down the whole time, and they're like, She's "Holy here, shit!" There. And so then, like, I'm walking up, and they're just like, "Ah, oh, like, can we get a picture with you?" And I'm just like, "Oh my god, yes!" <laughs> that is awesome. It's so exciting for me. It's so fucking exciting. Dude, you know what? I, I have a thing about fame and it's weird. I'm like I'm like split down the middle. Like part of me is like really appreciative that I don't have, have more to deal with that. Yeah, exactly. So like Jackie and I can go to a restaurant we yeah. can have Oh dinner. I would I would hate to lose my freedom yeah. like that. I would but there's part of me store. there's a part of me I, I think it. it's the ego side of me that's yeah, kinda of wonder what, sure. what would it be like to be recognized yeah, like everywhere sure. you go, you know, just to see what it would be like. Yeah. But at this point it has gotten to where like if I I have no reason to complain about it. It's like, you know, like, you yeah. know what's coming. Like, at this point, like, if you are a, a famous actor or a semi-famous actor and someone stops you on the street, if you get mad about it, like, yeah, fuck you. don't get mad. Fuck you. Like, yeah. if you're, like, a baker who makes really good bread and someone says, like, hey, man, I just had some of your bread. It's great. And you punch him in the face. Yeah. No. Like, that's not how that works. And so... Yeah. Uh, one of my it's favorite. It's a call, though, like if, as a celebrity, like if they're just well, there's, do something normal. There's and etiquette. Sit, there's sit etiquette. Sit down and like yeah, just eat dinner like a normal life. human being. We saw. Um, we, we sat next to who was her? The, the, who, who was her? Wow! Wow! <laughs> Thank you guys. Thank that, you guys. That's the Good end night. of this podcast. Good night. <laughs> Uh, who was her? We'll be back on next week. Uh, no, Kirsten, um, Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten Dunst. Uh, we sat next to Kirsten Dunst at a, at a, at a Kirsten? meet. Yeah. Kirsten. 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 <laughs> <Zuizu>. <laughs> <laughs> so we sat next to Kirsten Dunst in a restaurant, and she was there with a date, uh, and she was just having a meal. And I looked over and I said, "Hey, that's uh, Brad Pitt's girlfriend from Interview with the Vampire." And, um, <laughs> and Jackie's like, "Oh yeah, that's um, yeah." And Jackie, "Well, honey, I recognize her." Oh, whatever. I always recognize people, and I look at them, and I'm like. Hey, that's that person, and you're like, wait, no, wait, no, is it? I want to go say hi. I want to take a picture. I'm like, no, honey. Is no. that the Bruce Weeby? No, but that um, happened. That happened to us actually when we went to New Orleans. And oh right. Actually, this this turned out pretty well. So we were walking <laughs> on Royal Street. <laughs> turned out pretty well. No, like because like I, I was. I was total 
totally against it because I don't <laughs> like I don't like bothering famous people because I I don't want to be that person that like you know yeah. just gets in the way of them trying to have a normal day because yeah. like if I was ever in that situation I'd be like let me just fucking live. But, um, but no, but, but so like, so we were walking down the Royal Street I'll get to that later. and Go ahead. there was this, this tiny little lady walking in front of us and she had like, um, like two guys on either side, I think like, uh, slightly older and, and one, one was younger and I just saw the back of her head and I was like, Hey, that's, that's Anne Rice in front of us right now. And you were like, what? No, really? Are you sure? And I'm like, mm-hmm. It is. It totally is. And she stopped and she looked in like a window, uh, like a store yeah. window. And I was like, "That's Anne Rice." <laughs> Keep walking. And then you were just so persistent. You're like, "I have to. I have to take a picture with her." Like, when am I gonna get? That's not. That's not right. I didn't say I have to take a picture. I was like, "I have to meet her." Like, yeah, I want to. Well, yeah, and take a picture with I her. I think Rachel and I are gonna intersect on the same thing here. But mm-hmm. yes, I, I did step in and I said, "Look, I tapped her on the shoulder. She turned around." Step, yeah. What she, you know, she was like. Thankfully, oh. she was she was very sweet and appreciative. And she okay. Was like, oh, a lot of them are. Me. But, but here's like, the part. She's yeah, an author, you know. It's yeah. different from being a movie star. Mm-hmm. But also, you guys were in New Orleans. In New Orleans. On fucking Halloween. On like, Halloween. That's her shit. Like that's her jam. Like she knows she's gonna get recognized. By and I think her the, the guys know? that she was with were like related. Like they were like nephews or something. They're, yeah. Like, like, she's like, not gonna go out. Oh, one was her son. That's true. Oh, oh, we have someone who's here. Um, let them know that we're doing a podcast because this is this is real, guys. Fucking, it's like the vice of podcast. Sorry, we're in the middle of podcast. Um, but um, I think you should pause it. No, we're good. because we're about to wrap it up. What was that? We're gonna end it. Pause it or end it. Oh my god, this is very Games of Thronesish. Games of Thrones. It's like. Listen to your Khaleesi. Stop it, I'll end it. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, uh, what? But yeah, you got a picture, right? What was it? You got a picture with Anne Rice? Yes. No, so we got a picture, yes, but, but I was going to get back to you on that, which was the, the, the whole ship celebrity. We're going to wrap it up because um, my problem with the issue of celebrity is that, and I think it, it keys into what we were talking about earlier about human beings and, and this whole thing, is that we are all flesh and blood. Like, we're yeah. all the same... Everything you cut us open, it's the same goddamn thing inside. There's not Anne Rice doesn't have a crystal, you know, <laughs> fucking you know, goblet in the middle of her chest, you know. Yeah, Julia, she does. Yeah, Julia Roberts doesn't have some weird fucking like, you know, goat creature in her chest. Like we all have <laughs> we were all the same thing. So when someone I remember going to LA for the first time and there was this thing that someone told me about and I don't know if it's the way that I phrase it is they call it the LA Blue Laws. And it was one of those things like, like, oh, well, if you meet, if you see a celebrity out in the open, you're not really allowed to like, go up there and talk oh, to them. Bullshit. Yeah. So I saw Kirstie Alley at a bookstore. Kirstie Alley. And this wasn't like Kirstie Alley like during Cheers. This is Kirstie Alley like, like Kirstie Alley. Yes. Like, like when, yeah, she was wearing like a moon. white as an alley. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and I, went, I walked up to her and she turned to me and she was just completely dead from the neck up because she was just covered in like she was taking a lot of drugs mm. and I was just like yeah, I love you and cheers and she's like blah and I'm like alright and so, but I didn't ask for like an autograph or anything blah. I was just like alright well I, I just wanted to tell you that I liked you and cheers 
I thought Luke who's talking was amusing. And even though right now I can't even, you're not even talking. But, uh, but, so I had a friend who was, who was living there and she just gave me this whole fucking thing. Like, you're not supposed to talk to celebrities and uh, you're not supposed to approach them. Like, these people no. are the same fucking compositor. Yeah. They, they're yeah. made of the same shit that I'm at. Yeah, so when you tell yeah. me that it's rude to walk to somebody up in the street and go, excuse me, I really enjoy your work and I shake your hand. Yeah. Fuck you. I mean, and, I can walk up to people in the street and I'm like, I really love your dress or your hair is really nice. I mean, it's, how is it really any different? Like, any different. I walk but up because to and be like, I, we, I love your shit, man. Because we give celebrities, yeah. yeah. My, my, my dad, my dad, shit. my dad loves your shit. Loves your shit. <laughs> Paul Krugman, my dad loves your shit. Uh, but, but like I remember, it happened really. Oh God, I got so much shit for it because I, I, we went yeah, to, uh, we were in LA, and my, my friend was like, hey, you want to go see Tenacious D? I was like, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So we go, and every major comedian's in the crowd. So like, there's all these great. Paul Shearer was there, and like oh. Doug Benson. And so I walked yeah. up to those guys, and like, those are my two other favorite podcasts. Right. <laughs> And I like I walked up to him and tapped him on the shoulder and Paul Shear was like, What's up? And I'm like, Hey man, I'm a huge fan of your shit. You know. I love your shit. And he gave me a hug. He hugged yeah. me. Oh, and I met Paul Shear yes. too. I took a picture with him. And he's so awesome. I have a picture with him I too. About that. And so Doug Benson was the same thing. Although I think he was really high, which he was I mean, absolutely he was really high. Yeah. But big hug and he's like, Oh man, so good. Thank you so much. Keep supporting and I'm like, Thank you. And then uh, my friend who was there was like, Let's go upstairs and we went upstairs to this <laughs> VIP section. And uh, and there was all these people there that I love, like like um, uh, Craig Robinson was mm -hmm. there, and 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 uh, uh, shit, Nick Swartzen from like Grandma's Boy. I love Nick Swartzen. And the whole time I'm walking up to him, and I remember I went to Nick Swartzen, and I'm like, "Can I buy you a drink?" And he's like, "Why?" And I'm like, "Because I love your work, and you make me laugh so fucking hard in Grandma's Boy." Yeah. Yeah, and he's like, "Sure, I'll have like this, this, and that." So I bought him a drink. Craig Robinson was there, and I, I Craig, sorry, Craig was. Uh, <laughs> Craig was, yeah, he was on something, but um, but on a really good thing, and and uh, it's something I might be on later. But like, he was really happy and huggy and lovey and kissy, and um, and so he said to me, he was like, "I'm so glad that you guys came out, saw the show," uh, and he just goes, yeah, "What? Eat a dick." Anyway, so um, so he goes, he goes like, uh, "I'm gonna be in," he's like, "I'm gonna be in," he's like, "I'm gonna be in Atlanta in six months." Nice. And I was like, and my friend was there, my friend Kimmy was there. And she goes like, uh, she goes, um, yeah. And he goes like, uh, I hope you guys can come out and see me. I'm like, we'll go, but you're not going to remember who the fuck we are. Yeah. Six months later, we, we go to the show. He did a great show and we're walking by him and he just recognizes. us. He's like, LA, six months ago. Oh my God. And he gave amazing. us both a big hug. He's like, oh my God, you guys were so nice to me. You bought me drinks and my wife or, or his fiance, like you, you were so nice to us. And uh, how are you guys doing? So like, yeah. there's that side of celebrity. Comedians are on a different level too. Like, yeah. I always feel like they're they're famous usually, but like they really had to. I, I don't know. They they just still have that. They're still somewhat down to earth. I feel mm -hmm. compared with some more like movie star people who are just like completely out in our space. But um, but yeah. So so uh, Jacqueline uh, is right. We would we do need to wrap it up. But like I I. I we agree at least on the nature of celebrity. It's like, mm -hmm. no matter how old you get, it doesn't get old when someone walks up to you and says, look, I don't know you, but I really love your work. Yeah, fuck yeah. The first time it happened to me, I wanted to buy the, the guy a fucking... The older the celebrity oh, yeah. is, the easier it is to walk up to them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I wanted to buy I wanted to buy the guy a drink. I was like, please sit here and tell me what you like about me because it's oh, like that totally. weird ego thing. Oh like, yeah, like, I'm like, you want a picture with me, right? <laughs> what's you your, don't. What's, what's your favorite shit? You? Yeah, what's your favorite? <laughs> Man, all your shit. <laughs> all right, so guys, this is uh, we're gonna wrap this up uh, to to uh, to end it. Um, I, God damn it, I'm, gonna, uh, I'm not gonna get, get emotional, but um, there's a lot of people in my life that that I'm so happy they're in my life, and um, you know, present company included, all of you guys. But like, uh, Sin is just one of those people that like, you know, I'm blessed. If I was just a producer and I got to work with you, mm -hmm. I'd be super happy that that was the case. But the fact that we became friends is like so much icing, so much cake. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, wow, like yeah, there's this, wow. it's so fucking awesome. Yeah. And and the fact that you and Jacqueline were such like, cake. yeah, wow. you, you when you and Jacqueline met, like you guys were on the same wavelength. Like we just became mm. this big family that occasionally makes yes. out. <laughs> I guess because yes. I shot some stuff that was with you guys, Jack uh, VelvetFantasies.com. Um, <laughs> really, really awesome stuff. But like, uh, uh, sin is what family is, and and I, 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 you know, she's she's my she's part of my second family. I have my my actual family who are amazing, and I have my yeah. and uh, there he is. <laughs> and my brother's here. Uh, but sin is my my secondary family, and. You know, I could not imagine living this happy not knowing you, and uh, I'm glad you got Aww. to do this. And um, I, I can't wait till you come back. Yeah, I feel the same way. And I'm looking forward to this weekend because we get to hang out even more. Yeah. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, um, <laughs> good night, and uh, wait for the next episode. Or in the meantime, um, in the meantime, go to uh, sinsage.manyvids.com. Yes, and c4s.com forward slash. Oh, we, really? we don't know the number. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here's, here's the thing. I failed you. I was hoping you would know the n number. It was like nine six eight three two. Yes. Nice. Yes. Something like that. C4S.com. Right. If not, just type in Sinsage. No, no, no. Listen. Oh wait, wait, wait. Listen to her. If it's not, go to you know Twitter.com/slash/Sinsage. Follow me on Twitter. It's at Sinsage, and on my Twitter profile, I have all of my clip stores and. Various ways to contact me. I do custom videos. Um, Sensage at gmail.com. Uh, you can also go to my little portfolio website, which is sensagemodel.com. You can send a raven. And mm -hmm. I'm on Instagram at sensage1. And, and if you want to see her doing, uh, if you want to see her come down from her cloud and work with us, please. Uh, it would be sleeperkidsworld.com, skwpvv.com, and velvetsfantasies.com. And, um, yeah, uh, we've had a blast, and we will say bye now. Bye, bye guys. Bye-bye.